the new companions. I have two awesome guests with me today. I have Bert Ferkins and Gnarly Nights. Um, we're going to do a little bit of intro of these guys first, but just to just to say, um, this is the first podcast of Jan. Uh, this is the first podcast of 2020 of January. It's the first podcast of January. It's the only one. It's the first one. Okay, we've had quite a few episodes. It's been it's been going well. We've just hit over over Christmas. We hit over 10k listens. So thank you very much for listening to this wherever you're listening to it doesn't include youtube doesn't include twitch or anything else just on anchor which is spread out to itunes and spotify and all the things so thank you very much for that um and today we're going to be talking about graymore there was an announcement uh about a week or so ago in las vegas which is pretty cool a little bit different um as it was in front of uh the kind of the eso community and stuff but first of all before we get talking i'm going to introduce you guys to people we have today um bert Ferkins, how are you doing mate you all right Hola, como estas? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it begins. Good. A little bit sicky, so if I sound a bit different than I normally do. Yeah, just a little bit sicky, but doing good. Doing how, good. Do you, how do you normally sound? Not as sick. Okay, that's fair. You know the, you know those that ASMR directory on Twitch? He sounds like one of those people usually. I usually do. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Wait, wait, can, what do you do? What do you do? Exactly. Uh, Why I am here? a stream team partner for the Elder Scrolls Online. I am a Twitch streamer, twitch.tv slash Bert Ferkins. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Bert Ferkins. Brand Synergy, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. At Bert Ferkins. He did it properly. I didn't start that way. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing, playing so uh, four nights a week in Grand Theft Auto five two nights a week. So that's where you can find me doing the things and or the stuffs. Awesome. Okay, and we have and Bert's been on there a couple of times before as well. So welcome back, Bert. And we have Gnarly Nate, who is new. He is new to the podcast. How are you doing, sir? What do you do? Where do you, what, well, where do you come from? I guess you can tell us if you want to. Yeah, Joe, you um, so I'm gnarly Nate. I'm a full-time variety and ESO streamer. I'm also part of the ESO stream team. You can find me at gnarly underscore Nate um, on Twitch TV, and you can also find me that on uh, Twitter as well too. But uh, yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me here. I'm, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. No worries. Awesome. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> It might be a bit like that today. Okay, so <laughs> I hope everyone's just. <laughs> Let's just say me, me and Bird have been friends for a while, so it's our first podcast together. So uh, oh, you guys listening okay, in the audience right. uh, get to have a little bit of fun. So okay, there might be some do. W words. There might be some T words. I don't even know what the T, T word would be. I do. We're gonna go. Oh, I do. Too. <laughs> <laughs> creativity. Thank you so much for letting yes, me breathe. Creativity. Exactly. It's okay. So you guys were. Um, as, so none of us were actually at the uh, the Las Vegas. That was what was the date on that? Like the eighteenth. It was a sixteenth. Trust 16th. me, I had so much FOMO. I know it was a bit like that, right? It was, it was so. If you don't know and you're listening to this and you just listen to podcasts because you know you want to know about Elder Scrolls Online stuff, and um, there was a big announcement and they did it differently. So January last year, they're actually in a Twitch studio, like at Twitch. So I think t- Twitch are kind of 
I think they kind of a sponsor. Or, or they're like uh, they're in partnership with them. It was a bit like what Guild Wars Two was a while ago, mm -hmm. where they kind of promote them a lot. Like if you go on Twitch now, you will see the ad for Greymore like everywhere. Um, yeah, they're pretty close. They're pretty close from like interactions that I've had with yeah. certain people. Yeah, they're pretty close. So there is that. So that was not the case this year. They actually chose to do the event in, in out of anywhere they went to, Las Vegas. I was kind of like, wow, that's that's a place to do it. But it kind of was. It kind of made sense. Um, and Vegas, baby. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I was. It was quite enjoyable. It started off. I, I'm going to ask you guys what you what you thought about it, but it kind of started off a bit like. It was a bit dodgy in places, like some of the lighting and stuff, and the camera, and was like not white balanced, and there was oh, just some technical yeah, stuff. Yeah, the exposure. And uh, that one, like, well, there was a lot of white, but that exposure was absolutely terrible. I will was, admit that. It will but, be technical, technical, like like completely shit. <laughs> just like really be awful. That was a bit weird at the start, but like it didn't matter. Like the content was really good. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought it, I thought overall the presentation bringing in like um, I think it was like 300 and something is what Gina told me who's a community manager she was like yeah I think it was like 300 people or 300 whatever people that came so I mean for what it was I mean it's really good I mean they, they did a really good job of like other than just you know learning about exposure and stuff but it was good so you guys enjoyed you enjoyed generally the announcement. What did you think about it being in Las Vegas? Not a bad place to to have it. Was it was it better than have it on Twitch, like in Twitch Studios? Do you think that was was a good thing? Uh, I do I do know like HyperX is trying to get a lot more people than like bring it like kind of have some exposure at the Luxor, which is where they did it at. So I know right. that they're trying to get people out there. So I think uh, and they want to become a sports hub. You still live in the Southwest and Phoenix. And San Diego, so they're trying to really launch that, that sports scene out there because right now it's, I think, what, Berlin is, like, the number one sports capital, eSports capital, so they're trying to really, like, get a foothold. So I think that's one reason why they moved, did it out in Vegas. Well, I, I totally oh, agree to kind of, like, piggyback off of that. Like, I totally agree. Like, they're trying to make Las Vegas and all the Southwest, like, a huge eSports Video gaming community, A, because it's too fucking hot to go outside. <laughs> but it's Amazing. also, they're, like, bringing Shit. sports there in general. Like, football teams are moving there. There's a hockey team there now. Like, so Vegas is really taking over as, like, a huge entertainment capital, which is funny because Vegas, forever, you go there, that's what you went there is for entertainment and gaming, right? But... I think Makes that they're sense. really just the sports world in general, whether it's traditional sports or esports, really trying to capitalize on the growing market that is Las Vegas because it's that market is becoming huge. So bringing attention towards uh, you know that city is bringing attention towards the game. So people who may may not have really even known what the Elder Scrolls is might be walking through the Luxor and being like, what, what's going, what's going on here? So it's exposure for both sides of the coin. I think for, you know, the gaming industry, Vegas. And I think it's just like what strange bedfellows. Right. But I think pretty good. It's a, it was a pretty good decision. Uh, IMO. Okay, cool. And that was some inside I didn't know as well. So that's cool. You're right about the events. There was like the ninja stuff and all the other things that happened. Yeah, that happened like the day after or something like that. This is pretty crazy. Lots on. 
but yes so we have a so same as last year i mean we start off with the with the trailer i mean you know did you guys enjoy the trailer like how was that for you why good? does lyris look like that she looks so weird <laughs> why does she look like that She's like my fantasy girlfriend, man. She's Dude, like eight but foot she tall. looks like so everything you've like ever seen from like any like any of the in-game stuff. Like they've nailed down like Abner Tharn. The Nord looks like so good. Like Lyris just her she just looks so weird. Like that was the one thing that me and my girlfriend like looked at like when that trailer happened, we were like lyrics look weird but <laughs> yeah she that. definitely has a more um more masculine look more to her, i would say as well too okay um, they well, do she... have a new creative not creative director um the one that does the cinematics they have someone new doing that i do know Whoever i met him in e3 last year great like that trailer is like it it's just really good i, mean, I liked it better than the elsewhere stuff um oh, somerset, yeah. somerset was gorgeous like all the visuals in somerset for that trailer were like holy heck cool morrowind too but i thought like bringing back the nord hero like you hadn't seen him in like forever and then lyris like right when they all come walking out the woods i'm like getting goosebumps talking about it yeah i love it but, i love the thing is, is you like, know it's vampires and you're like yeah no, every everything know, was so Oh, everything was so like. I mean, the past couple ones have all been like, you know, oh, elsewhere, sunshine, desert, you know, Khajiits, yeah. whatever else. And the, the, you know, the one, but everything's kind of been like more upbeat and cheerful, look, like looking, in my opinion, other than Morrowind. So, like, I was really excited to see it. I was like, yes, dirty, scary. Like, yeah, dark, I want that, like, man. Vampires. That's the thing. It's like growing up, like, I've, I'm a DC Comics fan. Like, versus marvel like yes marvel's like elsewhere like everything's light right there's a cute kitty everyone loves same thing with like (laughs) somerset oh this is another cute kitty everyone loves it me i want like grimy like dark like give me like what morrowind was that's funny actually see that's interesting because like you know elsewhere had necros like i had necromancer like yeah yeah it it was like so upbeat like hell oh, there's dragons like it didn't really seem dark it seemed mm-hmm. like here's a cute kitty like the necro never really in any of the trailers like i didn't really feel like the necro was super focused like in this one you like feel the vampire presence versus yeah. like in somerset it's the same kind of thing with somerset you're like uh what's the overlying big bad right and then you're kind of same thing with with uh elsewhere you're like oh the dragons are the big bad but like there's nothing like Ooh. scary about them like yeah the dragons played with them in skyrim but this is like vampires like we've never really had anything i mean since like oblivion where it's like you got bit and you couldn't go into the sunlight <laughs> oh. there really hasn't been anything you know it just felt like there was this really just dark overlooming like brooding feeling of this dlc versus and elsewhere, I was like, we're going to the desert. Cool. Yeah. Like, well, that's the thing. I felt like we had a lot of like that desert biome. Like, you know, we have like the Alkari Desert. We have uh, like, we're going to butcher Bakori or whatever it's called. And then, um, you know, everything felt so there was so much desert. And I, I do like other places, but 
I mean, when I talk to a couple of the casters, like Kyle and stuff, they're like, man, I like Lenumbra because it's dirty enough. Now we really get that grimy look. Yeah, to and that's it. I'm the same it. thing I rub. I love like Vardenfell and Stonefalls. And oh. The, I think we're the expansion. Like, so we got Somerset. That was gorgeous. Like, elsewhere on the whole felt bland because it's in the desert. There's a lot of beautiful places you could go that like made you feel like maybe it was like the Serengeti, right? Like there are some really cool places like that. This is this is like the north. Like this oh. is cold. This is dark. This is rain. This is snow. This is gloomy. Like it's western so fucking much. Skyrim, right? I mean, yeah, I mean so that. Much. Like there you go. <laughs> oh, when they went, I will admit one thing about that trailer that just that just blew like gave me the goosebumps when the bats flew down into that that underground black reach cavern castle with the oh that just that tickled my funny bones. Me like to speak for like the doom and gloom being its own sort of beautiful like when it's you know quiet and it's snowing and like oh. it's there's nothing like nothing's making a sound. Everything's pristine. That's what Skyrim and what even like East East March and the Rift, like those places feel like to me. They're they're like spoopy, you know. Yeah, I love it. I'm really excited for it. Me too, yeah, for sure. There you go. I'm showing the bit of Nate's talking about on the on the trailer. If you're listening to this, you won't be able to see it. You can watch the VOD, but like if you watch the trailer, I'll link it as well. But yeah, it is. There is this, but this is a thing in the trailer, right? And we're going to talk about this. Um, I'm going to ask you first about what you think about Skyrim and everything else. But there is this underground part to, to the map, which we're going to talk about in a bit, which is kind of, you know, they're kind of telling you about it in the trailer, which I think is really good. So they're saying, you know what? You're going to actually be able to go to this place, which is underneath Skyrim, this, this you know, this well, it area. It might be underneath all of Tamriel. Like they don't True. have any idea how far it stretches is kind of what they alluded that's, that's to. That's the good thing, right? That they can do stuff with that in the future if they need to. Mm -hmm. They can make smaller maps rather than just making one biome, like you say. And they can say, you know, there's this thing that's just up above ground, which kind of makes sense. But under, underneath the ground, you know, we can just do whatever the hell we want. And depending on who's down there, they can shape this area. And... Because Blackreach is so closed off in Skyrim, like it's so hard to get to. Like there's lore behind it, but there's just the infinite possibilities of what's actually down there and how deep it actually is. I, I love the lore for it was amazing. Like the Red Ninru or whatever it was. Nerd oh man, when you start learning about the like Blackreach is my favorite. Like I'm not sure if you guys ever played skyrim and vr but go go down there in vr one day dude oh it is like the coolest experience ever man like i i just love black reach so i'm glad that they're what is it like 40 percent of the map is going to be black yeah. reach or something like that that's, that's super right. exciting that's right there's gonna be so all right so so first of all you guys hyped about going back to skyrim or kind of in areas of Skyrim, Western Skyrim. So I would say I'm not as hyped as everybody that it's like Skyrim, like ever, like it's I, not the entirety, like, right? I mean, it's not like yeah, I'm an everything. Oblivion fan. So give me more Imperial things and Cyrodiil and that kind of stuff. Even for somebody who doesn't really PvP, like give me stuff like that. When I when Skyrim came out, I played through it. Like I got a couple of playthroughs through it, and I was like. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple like, of papers of skyrim the skyrim itself 
Skyrim itself because I played Oblivion. Like Oblivion was oh, okay. the storyline was so good and like coming off of the high of that game, going to Skyrim, you're like, okay, everything's d- dingy and that I like that. I like everything about how all this looks. Yeah. The graphics are amazing. The story just didn't scratch my itch, not one bit. But wow, however, okay. this time through, I'm super excited because I liked the locale. I liked the Nords. I like yeah. that kind of thing. So I think that's what makes me so excited about Skyrim is like the the area of it, of it. But like making me, I'm hoping that Skyrim is done better in ESO than the Elder Scrolls like yeah. the regular single player. I think a huge thing too is all, it all it's like it's like anything, you know. It's like what you start with. It's like who who is your favorite like sports player or anything like that. It's what who was the best at that point in time you got into it. So I think with Skyrim, I think some people are super excited cuz they never played Oblivion or Morrowind or the, or any of those ones. So I think it just really boils down to what you originally got into, you know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I I'm excited for it. Like I'm really pumped and I think it's really good cuz I'm thinking like the age range of people that started with that. I think Skyrim's what, like 10 years old now or something? So I yeah, think it would be able to 2011. Yeah, yeah we're going to pull a lot of people back in. We're thinking, I mean, oh, I waited yeah, in now line for that game. Like, <laughs> at GameStop, <laughs> at the mall. And it, I was like outside in the middle of November. 11, 11, 11, I think is when it released. Jesus, I, I mean, GameStop's not doing as well as Skyrim is still, unfortunately, but there you go. Yeah, you can't buy GameStop <laughs> on Alexa. Oh, you might be. They're, they're bankrupt. So. <laughs> okay, so Skyrim, and then we've got Blackreach underneath. Blackreach, right? Blackreach? What's it called? Yeah. No? Yeah? That's right. Okay. I keep forgetting the name. Right? I keep calling it Darkreach for some reason. I don't know why I want to keep calling We're it. We're close enough. Yeah. I mean, know. you know, that's fine. Um, <laughs> but they both have an A in them. <laughs> this is also true. Um, one thing about so going back to the actual event itself. Um, funnily enough, like viewership wasn't as good as last year. It was top peaks about what I think it was like 150k, and I think it was about 80k this time. Is there any reason to, do you think for that? Just speculate, not insulting anyone or anything, because eighty thousand yeah. viewers is bloody awesome. <laughs> like it's yeah. really good, like ridiculously I, so. I think it's more of just this state of as like I've been branching more into variety casting. I'm starting to realize a trend, not just with our directory or multiple directories like that. It's just as a whole. I think that we're getting close to new console release time and not that many games are coming out. So I'm thinking like, like if I recall back the last year, there were so many good games coming out of like one after another, after another. And then we kind of had like a dip for a while. Like it's, it's almost like we kind of went into like a weird black hole type of thing. Yeah. Um. So I kind of, I, like, I think it's part like maybe people are, you know, the year long event elsewhere just didn't captivate a lot of people or like a lot of people <laughs> really loved it. But I think it was like maybe like a, like a smaller niche. This year, I thought mm-hmm. for sure because of Skyrim and all this other stuff coming out, and people are going to yeah. be. Well, I guess did they announce that it was Skyrim before this event? I mean, we knew. knew. I don't yeah, think they yeah. announced it publicly so much. Yeah, so I think what it is, is just kind of like getting those those people like more. I I just don't know. I mean, it, it's it's hard because it, there's a lot of intangibles outside of just our directory that it could be too. But it, it was kind of weird to me that they didn't have that huge backing that they had a year ago which is what made me actually get into the game 
was during that um yeah elsewhere one. exactly there's more people that know about it play it i don't know if there's anything different like promotion wise if it was just like a trend on twitch like you say you know people are just generally more on twitch and you know they got more screens i don't know but it was it was less people but it's just it's just an interesting thing to to kind of just i think mention, there's a couple really. of factors uh kitties right people have been like wanting oh, like cats. for a long time <laughs> you said the like, cats are more popular than vampires and nords a little bit Lyris, she's the... eight foot tall dude she's a tall drinker she's, she's, but... she's a giant man she's a i think giant. like yeah skyrim i think is what's had a huge resurgence in the twitch directory Mm-hmm. Like, even I've noticed it, um, you know, pretty substantially. I mean, now, but, today is crazy, yeah. It's in- insane at the moment. Like, there's yeah. no drops either, and it's it's actually pretty popular. So, the yeah. thing is, is that last year, I think they really had everybody hyped up and got the table all set for, like, such a great year. And I feel like a good amount of the player base around mid-year after Elsewhere released had the rug just pulled out from under them. I think that was a huge player based thing. And the players in this game watch Twitch. It's an absolute, it is very like, like you said, Elder Scrolls and Twitch are very close together. That is absolutely correct. And I also think that their, their players and viewership also reflects that as well. So I think a lot of the people where we saw such a drop off, if there's a good chunk, even if you just look in the directory during the, you know, after like August of last year, it it started to go down. And I think it has something to do with that. I think that people kind of feel um, like they were jilted uh, after some of the releases and some of the combat changes and stuff, stuff to that effect. And I think that pushed them out of the game. Mm. Um, feeling like a they couldn't keep up. I mean, you have the people who were like end game one percent people who left because they're like, well, this is just not what it used to be. But then you also had the people middling who were trying to get to that end of the the spectrum, which now the rug got pulled out from under them too. Oh, they they went backwards after they put all this work in. So I think that once they built it up after Somerset and elsewhere and everything, the ball was rolling. And during elsewhere, it was about the peak of where the Elder Scrolls had been Twitch directory wise, game wise. I think a lot of people felt not um, heard and not like they didn't feel like anyone cared and left the game. Um, you sound emotional has... right now, but I'm just going to say it. Like, <laughs> he sounds very awesome. His face is just like... I, and I think it's a huge... <laughs> when it... I mean, it's it's true. I mean, even when I went and did some variety and stuff, like these people I thought just didn't watch my broadcast when I stream ESO and they watch other casters. They all came back into my channel when I played, I think it was The Witcher, and they were like, yeah, no, like I, they're like I, the first change I could deal with, and then three months later, after grinding, getting all my gear golden out, they changed it again, and I had to like redo it. And he, they're like, at that point, I just like it, it kind of killed me. And then they did it, and there was nothing new in the in the um, there was nothing really new out, and they right. just kind of like they went elsewhere. And then when <laughs> get it, um, and then they came back in, and they're like, um, they're like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna wait until the game gets a little bit more stable before I try to make a swing back at it. Because the thing is, is like, I mean, I did build a a financial like a financial 
basis just from this one game and it was it was hard when all these people were just like yeah i'm just not doing it like i try to stay positive through all the turns but man it's just when there's so many people that were just like i don't want to do it anymore like try to do this but it does seem like we do have like a new energy coming back where people are like okay well there's new. i do believe that as well i think like i think it's kind of like like inviting your ex back right you just need to make sure that you don't fuck everything up. So I think that would be the exact thing that they need to make sure that they're doing is like, hey. Oh, it's comparisons to stuff, what he says. <laughs> He's like, yeah. yeah. The person who's coming back is like, okay, well, I'm willing to give you another shot. Just don't, you know, up. don't give me the business. And I think that they're they're really creating all these changes that are, I think like when you look at the first PTS, it's like, okay, they didn't really change anything. They just made things better. Now stay with that that role that you're going with, and you'll keep that Twitch viewership up. So maybe when you release whatever it is in 2021, we're looking at 200,000 people. Like, so just don't basically shooting yourself in the foot. It's like, like you know. See, That's... another thing I'm noticing is I'm and I've been seeing it with just trends in general is like I see a couple companies smelling the blood in the water. Uh, New World is going after them and a couple other MMOs are like see seeing that like, OK, well, the the giant I mean, you got wow. OK, yeah, everyone can say that, that but there's a lot of like embedded viewership. That's one reason why they do so well. There's more people embedding their viewership there than in our directory. Um, but a lot of people are like, oh, well, the, you know, the giants kind of kind of getting weak right now. So, like, I see a lot of these other MMOs being like, well, you know, let's take a shot at them now. Like, try to get up, do what we need to do. Because it, it just, this last year was like, I mean, it, it was really, really strong in the beginning. And then it really, really mellowed out. And then those combat changes really killed it. So, I'm hoping, I want like, the it best It didn't mellow it. out at the end of Somerset. It didn't. It just kept like, going? Yeah, like, Met, like, Merkmeyer... Like they pissed a lot of people off with like the shield nerf and Merkmeyer, but like it didn't really affect the community. Not like this one. They added the thing. The thing about that is, and you talk about Merkmeyer. What is it? Black? Did Black Rose? Pre- what came? Oh, yeah. Mer- Black, Rose. Black Rose. But Black Rose is such like a niche thing that like. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's no a joke. Fit. And this isn't. This isn't like yeah, a. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a humble brag, but like I'm like one of 30 warden tanks that have ever beat that place. Like that place is so nichey that yeah. like, people aren't watching Twitch because you put a four man arena in. You know, no, no, like no, it's uh, a, it's stuff that most people the aren't DLC going was good. to. I need to. So, yeah, the DLC was really good, but so was Southern Elsewhere. Like the yeah. thing that that really is the the huge factor is scale breaker they're like hey cool scale breaker's good we've changed everything but it's easy to get stuff that you should probably already have all these dots from different guild and then it's like oh just kidding all the things that you just changed in dragon hold now we're going to change them again they didn't do that like i think a big reason that ESO can you say change lot- can you just like give some context to that because people might not know like so uh, there was a dot meta where you put all of your dots like in dps you put all of your dots on there and then just do some spammables refresh your dots it was like mm-hmm. a like a damage over time meta they had that meta for three months then they were like just kidding we're going to kill your sustain we're going to take away all of your your dots that you have just surrounded and made all of your builds surrounding this meta that we created. And I know Mm -hmm. that they say they don't decide what the meta is. The player base does. 
there's truth to some of that, but also that's a lot of bullshit. Like it wasn't nice this, in PvP though. Like it was I totally nice. get it. And that's yeah. what I totally understand. That's something that that's they the need thing. to figure out on their end. But I mean, like yeah. PvE yeah. players constantly get cut, punished over like uh-oh. 10,000 PvP. You said PvE players oh, and PvP yeah. players like, are not ESO players. Like, there's 10,000 <laughs> 10, there's 10, loud, 10, loud PvPers in the forums versus PvE players who are just, <laughs> who are just trying to <laughs> react to the meta. Yeah. I think well, that, so. If that change happens, you lose all of your sustain, and now you're in a position where PvP players. And PvE players are like, where the fuck is sustain? Okay. Like, we can't, I can't kill anyone or anything because I can't keep. So they're, I like that they're like, okay, hey, we made a mistake. Here's your sustain back. We're not making any great game breaking changes, anything mm. like that. We're going to give you guys back what you had lost. Not maybe all, not the damage wise, but sustain wise. So I think if they keep making incremental changes and they don't dick suck the deal, uh, is probably going to keep this year rolling. But, like, the drop-off between, like, where Merkmire, where pe- they did the shield change, and people were like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you put a one-second cast time? They listened, and they were like, okay, we're just going to make them weaker. We're going to work them around. That appeased everybody, and they're like, okay, you were going to make this change. You actually listened to us. From Scalebreaker to Dragonhold, even when they were coming out of elsewhere, they dropped brand new content, a very hard, for most people, trial. And then a month later, they completely changed all of the DPS that you would need to do. It's like people didn't even get comfortable and get to get the gear out of that place before you changed it. And it's like when those two things were brought to to them, they didn't listen. Not like when Merkmire happened and the shield nerf changed because they listened. They're but, like, well, we're doing this, and we're going to do it. We're not going to make these but, changes. But it's going off on one. Uh, no. well, the, the craziest thing I know what is, you're trying to that, say, though. Yeah, th- there's, two, there's two different sides to it, especially now I do PvE as, or PvP as well. It's like PvE feels like they're getting screwed over, and then PvP feels like they're getting screwed over, and there's just not a balance between it because the thing, thing is, it's like, yeah, it just goes, it goes crazy. And then when something feels broken for us, like, I don't know, like Evans or whatever that's going on over there. Like, that's really good in Cyrodiil because you can have, like, 12. There, there's so much that goes on. And then, like, that's the thing is, like, when you have people like, you know, like Fang Rush or the PvPers that are doing this all time and complaining about stuff, but it makes sense when you do dungeons. It, it's, like, two two sides of things that can't, like, it's just so... Yeah. It needs so to be separated. That... They, have the, they have the technology to rebuild it. <laughs> all right so yeah, I, I, like, I, so i'm just but gonna that's the viewership i'm gonna kind it, of it, yeah yeah yeah. That's so that was it's like well you just brought leave. it back Bert did it okay everyone <laughs> yeah, Bert did it but actually did it i mean he brought it he brought it back around to what we're talking about but today. like that's that's why people stopped watching twitch period yeah. it's like the game leave the, the player base leaves you think they're still gonna watch a game yeah. that they feel screwed them i don't think so so I think that if they keep the ball rolling towards this year and they listen to players and mm. like they have been, they've gotten us involved as stream team partners of giving us a, a an actual deck to play with before when they would make changes, they would just be like, here are the changes. And then people would come into my chat and they'd be like, oh, you're a stream team partner. Why are they making these changes? I'm all, I, I don't. 
Welcome back. No. <laughs> but I think now that they've like put stream team partners Play underneath. Play so I can sing. Yeah. Uh, I think since they put stream team partners underneath an NDA and now we have the um, go, 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 go. We have the ability to uh, come with like a loaded gun. Be like, hey, this is why. I can be like, hey, this is why they're doing this. Like, this is why they're doing that. Like, I think that gives us, like, a way to keep the ball rolling for when they do a release and next year and their Twitch viewership is through the roof. It's because I think that if you put those little things in place, you can keep it rolling rather than have it. Like, it was peak off a cliff, like, right Mm -hmm. off a cliff. Like, so... So we've so thinking about that. Okay, so that we're, that's what we're thinking could be the reasoning for the kind of ESO drop off, maybe a little bit. Even though it was still pretty good. So I like, just saying, like we're not like insulting or being. We're just critical. We're just talking about the things that's what we do on the podcast. You discuss and we talk about the things. We're all in the stream. T- I'm not stream team part line, but I'm in the stream team. Um and uh so his name um and uh. Bert is above us. Uh, he is, he is above us. He's, Very much he's below the best. you. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best of us. And he is the worst of us. <laughs> so it's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I can agree. He's still doing very well. Like Compared to other MMOs, I think it's World of Warcraft and then it's ESO actually. But obviously, I know that Final different. Fantasy fourteen has really Oh yeah, taken Final it. Fantasy fourteen as well. Of course, um, is right they're, they're like these two they don't fail like in terms of when i talk to their community they're just like they're always releasing the the most two of my best like my favorite video game franchises of all time final fantasy and the elder scrolls like both of them and the fact that i won't even entertain playing final fantasy 14 because to just different style it's a different style i need i need graphics dude that's why i don't play wow it's like i don't want stuff to look all it's a bit cutesy. It is a little bit yeah, different. Very it's just cutesy. great. That's it's a different style. Word. It's a different style. That's yeah, and I'm not. Yeah, okay. I need that. He needs rawness, and that's what we're going to talk about. I'm going to talk about rawness. So we've got. Wow, that was that was a long while. We so we haven't even talked about the flipping thing yet. <laughs> this could be a long podcast. Okay. Oh, and dogs oh. as well. That's awesome. He's he's going to go sort his dog out. It's okay. You're all right. All right. We dogs on. Um. Okay. So. Yeah, he agrees. He's he's not happy. They're just you can moving, tell, man. They're just real excited about this. Or, or unhappy about the viewership. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, hey, that's enough woo. Thanks. That's enough woo. That's the dog still. He's <laughs> all right. Um, so Lyris is back. In so what? What do you know? You, and obviously, like, I kind of hope they deal with the whole Lyris thing a little bit better because if you killed her. Like she's bad. Didn't they do the same with Sai Sahan? Yeah. Like I don't. Like, hopefully they don't because that was bad. Apparently. No, they, like, they, they, yeah, I guess they already did with. Uh, yeah, they, they already but did. In they the game. Sai Sahan back. Like in yeah, the game. Yeah, they brought Sai Sahan back, even though you might have killed him. Yeah, but like, I guess in... if you killed him in your playthrough, there you go. It would like there's some no spoilers, I guess. Nah, this thing's been out like five months. You can Get because I don't know what happens. So. So there's this thing that happens that explains why he's still alive and it's bad so, right 
Well, if you killed him, yeah, it's bad. What do you mean? No, no, no. But like, if he comes back, like I've heard that it's, it's just not killer. that good. That's the thing. I don't know how good it is. Like, do, did you feel like it was good when it, like the explanation was like, okay, I, mean, I killed I him, but he's back. I haven't done the quest playthrough. I just know. Sorry, none of us have done it either. Oh no, I've, I did it, but I didn't kill him with my main character. Dude, so I, I show keep up, hearing he's not great. I stuff and I block. That's that's what I okay. did. I don't know if anyone in chat did either, but like I've heard that it's not the greatest. I'm just what I'm thinking is is that I'm hoping that like, I can't remember. That's funny that none of us actually killed. And, I mean, I've, we've I've done the quest. It's just that I didn't kill Lyris. It's like I you did know the quest, but yeah, I, I didn't kill Sai Sahan. I killed. Sai Sahan. Sai Sahan. You killed the prophet, right? Uh, I yeah. killed. I actually, actually, I think I killed. I think I may have killed Lyris. Dude, no, I so think when I, I did the, the main storyline, it was on a tank, and it took me eight hours because <laughs> I didn't convert my tank to a DPS. Eight hours. Yeah, those are people. And I, that's funny. That's funny. I did that too because so I accidentally, bad. you know, you get the respects thing, and I respect my character to a tank, and I had to do the last boss as a tank, dude. I did the whole thing, <laughs> man. Oh, it's a Templar. It's it took fine. eight hours. I tried to suppress that. The only thing that came good out of that is I got the Cold Harbor Ash Black. That's it. Eight <laughs> fucking hours. Someone's like, oh, it'll take like two, three hours. Six hours in them all. Yeah, two, three hours, huh? It takes huh? a while yeah. to run around, but yeah, it takes longer on a tank. Out of tank. Like, never make your main... That you're gonna do anything, yeah, crafting, questing, never make it a tank. It's no, the worst idea. idea. <laughs> okay, so, so there's that. So there's a, obviously we got to think about you know how she's gonna come back. Hopefully that's in a in a good way. If you killed Lyris, I don't think and many people would have killed her on the first go. So at least there's that. I probably did kill her. I'm like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna find out. You're gonna remember. I yeah, I definitely would have killed the prophet on the first go. I would have been like, yeah, he needs to die. You're old, man. Yeah. <laughs> you lived it. Yeah, that's a, that's what I thought. Time that's, to go. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the that's the. I could have. I probably did. I probably did kill him because that's my thinking. It's like that makes sense. Seen it. He's had a life. Sai and Lyris are gonna get it on. They were supposed to, right? So I mean, look at Sai Sahani. So burly. That so that's your reason to not kill him <laughs> <laughs> he's so burly but there's those children over there no no he's burly he lives no he's burly <laughs> file the children into a single file right? <laughs> them right in there my god <laughs> jesus the burly christ man stays okay got... <laughs> it's got really dark well, bring those beautiful pecs <laughs> <laughs> okay so we've got graymore We've got, uh, which is the chapter name, which is going to be the second release. That's going to be more, that's going to be more June, May, June. So May, uh, that comes out for PC. May 21st June. for PC. June uh, 2nd. That's right. That's right. It's in console. Um, the release for the first DLC, which is going to be Harrowstorm, which we're going to start talking about. It's going to be obviously March 2020. Is that March 2020 console? So PC. Must be. Uh, so this is how I would expect it to go. And this is me speculating. It's not any information I have. I must say that this is complete speculation. Uh, I would say it's releasing info alert. uh, (laughs) The way that we've seen things in the past, first dungeon pack should be out February seventeenth or February twenty fourth. It's either going to be the third or fourth week, and the only reason I'm guessing Mm. that is the way the PTS cycle starts. Five weeks after. Yeah, it's like four weeks. Four to five, yeah, around there. Yeah, four weeks P- PTS cycle. Um, yep. So it all depends on how many cycles they want to do. But 
sometimes it's three weeks, sometimes it's four weeks. So I would assume 17th or the 24th is when we're going to see it because yeah. we always get that DLC pack in February and late February. I don't know if it's going to be like end, like beginning of the third week of February or beginning of the fourth week. I would assume year? it's between uh, February like 20, February 18th, maybe something like that, 19th. Okay. That makes sense. So yeah, they always announce the dates as in ev- when everyone can get access to it, but get- PC gets it early. Okay, might have been earlier. It might have been like the fourteenth of February. I feel like the fourteenth sounds there. like I don't know some twelfth. I just remember it randomly happening. Me being like, "Holy hell, this is like a lot earlier than I would have expected." So yeah, yeah, it was like the eleventh because he did like race change and oh they, god, that, yeah. was that, that was the race. Uh, oh, the different race update. That's true. Well, we've got, when we've got the tokens everything. and stuff like that. And, yeah. So yeah. I want to say it was like earlier. That was a year ago. Than I was. Jesus. And the passive yeah, changes. The passive Man, changes as well. have been best in slot for a year. That's wild. No. It's wild to me. There you go. The okay. Argonian meta has been gone that long. I mean, nice. it's still the best part. The best race. Um, <laughs> yeah, best of uh, being the worst. The best of being <laughs> just the best. Because the, the scaliest, best the, the, the scaliest. Yeah, no, they're the best. Um. <laughs> Red, Red Diamond, friend. They don't have a song named Red Diamond. That's wow, the best race. That's period. rude. We have the last the Argonian made. Do not make me <laughs> Ranger into bar. this motherfucker right now. Oh, man, I love it. <laughs> I'm just going to have a podcast, which is the best race in ESO. Could do that, actually. <laughs> just go for everyone. Um, yeah, don't have me and Ranger on there during that podcast. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't get Ranger on that. Panda. It would just be like literally wearing like an Imperial. That's where Ranger would be like, uh, Skyrim belongs to the Imperials. So Skyrim belongs to the Imperials. Every single DLC belongs to the Imperials, even mm-hmm. if they don't there. I mean, okay. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, right. I'm I'm done with the Imperials, right? Okay, so the first <laughs> the first DLC. You're done with not loving them as much as you should. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mute, but I'm just gonna mute. But if he's only talking about Imperials, I'm done. Um, the first DLC is Storm and update 25, uh, which is uh, there's a preview actually on the website, uh, elderscrolls.com. And no you can spoilers kind of for dungeons. If anyone's done them, none. I don't play them until they come out. None. I don't. Thank I you. don't either. Actually, I don't go on the PTS. I, I like people seeing my reactions on stream. I go to stuff. the PTS, but I don't do the dungeons. I refuse. Yeah, that's good. You should go to the PTS people and help test. That's something which is useful. But as content creator, I I like to be surprised by everything that happens. Oh yeah, I love being shocked by the dungeons and doing them blind. Yes, like on hard, like hard so, the first day. Yeah, do I veteran? I, I do, I do, I do. Going. Pug it, I pug it, I pug it on the day, Oof. and I spend six hours in there. I'll bet. I don't even <laughs> risk it that maybe one of the pugs knows the mechanics, which is never the case. But I won't no. even risk it. I like the people I run with, the four people I'll do it with. We all stay out of the PTS for the dungeons, and we go in there blind, and no one like Layer Marslock was so fun blind, like. We had no idea what we were doing. No yeah, idea. Yeah, same. So it was good. I'm ex- 
excited about Hailstorm. Oh, I remember last year with the other DLC uh, dungeon pack that came out with, with those two. Um, Frostvort was just—I remember it being a nightmare. But it was like, whoa, lasers and shit, dude! This is awesome. Remember? Like, you know, it mean oh. it's still a nightmare. That boss fight is so broken. It's—I love it though. It's so good. The mechanic is oh, one I of my favorite ones. It's one of my favorite bosses actually with the lasers in there. It's yeah, really different. It's very We're talking very about Frostfall, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. With the laser going Ugh. across the room and then the blocking of the, the... It's really good. It's a good mechanic. They extended the... Um, not the hitbox. Oh, where, the, where the laser can hit because it would be like the tiniest area where you st- have to stand. Basically, there's a laser that comes out into the room and it blocks. It gets blocked by the boss in the middle who kind of hibernates in this crystal or whatever the hell it is and this blocks this laser so if you're listening just to explain to you you can stand behind this blockage so you can basically survive but there's all this other stuff hitting you and on vet you can just get one shot by this laser oh, yeah. and it's just like it's it's really awesome it's just hectic it's just hectic it's well the good. one thing i do like that they went away from even going into that dungeon pack and even in layer marsalak dungeon pack like if you remember from like uh what's it called the where the werewolf dlc um oh whatever god yeah those ones Mm. there was like nothing but one shot march march of one shots (laughs) one shot like that was like there was tons of one shots like they got they just had this hard on for one shot mechanics in those two dungeons and i think that when you went into like depths of malatar and uh frostfall there were one shots right but they were more like it was a little bit of a cushion this isn't gonna one shot the tank this isn't you know what i mean like they got away from that and then going into layer marslock they did the very much same thing like hey all these fights are really annoying you're not really gonna get one shot but like i feel like they did a very good job and i that means they're progressing to me so like harrow storm coming out like i hope they keep that role i also like the tip of the caps to the other vanilla dungeons like uh this is basically uh dire frost keep like where you learn about drada and stuff from what finn said and kind of like lara marsalak was like a tip of the cap to like Celine and and expanding oh, yeah, that yeah, story yeah. so like i really like that they're doing that the witch's coven in one of the dungeons in Harrowstorm to kind of explain drada because dire frost keeps like an awesome awesome dungeon like it's that's, yeah that's one thing finn was talking about finn was like yeah it's really awesome like i get to work with like i guess these two dungeons because i guess they rotate their teams out when they like you know to try to do stuff and he's like dude this one's really good like we've all have like super good synergy on these teams and stuff like that so i'm hoping, I like, like I, yeah i'm really pumped i mean i and i was so salty because i don't do the pts for dungeons and i clicked into a broadcast or actually i think alicast posted it on his twitter and i was like no i don't want to see what just happened man like I yeah do it yeah, yeah same i feel like i have luckily not seen anything uh except for the stuff they showed on release date 
yeah well you're good but yeah so i mean it, but it looks really good from what from all the clips i've seen i'm really excited i'm kind of glad you guys haven't played it actually because i was like yeah, i was not, gonna I'm say to you i forgot uh, i haven't played it and mm. i don't want to know <laughs> so, like a long, well, long time ago like i remember when sea of thieves was coming out and they had like the beta every single weekend like that the beta was around in the alpha like i played it and tested it and all that and when the the actual game came out i was like eh, I've been yeah playing this you burnt yourself while. out on it and that's a huge yeah, thing i it's burnt like, myself out on as, as a are. content creator even sometimes i don't even deal with the dungeons or anything until uh after console gets it released Hmm. I, yeah, mine's always wait. first night, but it's At like story, story wise, especially like when Skyrim comes out, I'll probably like mess around. I don't know. It's Skyrim and there's vampires. And that's the problem. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the rest of the stuff and get excited. Okay, so we have the two dungeons we have is it Unhollowed Grave and Ice Reach. Um, so Unhollowed Grave, other than this is just kind of the stuff they've released about it, but it's an ancient uh, burial site that was heavily guarded and has been forgotten about. Um, Lyris is in a non hollowed grave, apparently. Um, so that should be pretty cool. And then we've got uh, Ice Reach. I haven't really looked at much about Ice Reach. I don't know if you guys know anything else about that. We've got so, but it is two dungeons, and these aren't in a new map. There's uh, these are in you know the, the base game of the map, like you know, obviously, you just have to buy it. if you've got ESO Plus, you can get DLC if you want to buy it you can do you can do that as well there's gonna be new sets you know what everything that comes kind of with a dungeon dlc um so yeah i mean happy about this you get dungeons is it good that they've just gone straight with you know the continuing way they do things dungeon dlc first one of the year is that a good idea you know does that work for them yeah, I like I mean, it. it really like it's like starting up a weed whacker you know like and it's got that little primer button like, I love his analogy. You got to get the oil and the you know, get that like nice. And then, and then you start it. And oh, then you right. start it. I think that's the way the dungeon DLC packs are for me. And I, okay. I, I really liked it last year when they did like the race, <laughs> like the race, so. uh, a racial update for that last last year. I really think the first dungeon pack is like if you threw me right in a Graymore, I would be like. Okay, this is really awesome. I'm getting the trial down, and then a dungeon comes out. I'm like, eh, it's a okay. All right, okay. I'm, I'm more like gearing towards the trial and doing all that. Like the dungeons are cool. I do them after trials or before trials with friends, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's more like now I have this thing that I'm like, oh, okay, here's the story it's telling me through one of my favorite things to do. I get to start learning about the upcoming year by going through and meeting the characters for that year and just meet like it's setting the stage. It's a, like a, you know, like a like opening for a band, like the yeah, opening band just setting the stage for that, that main, that main event. And you get to Graymore. It's kind of like when elsewhere dropped, I was like, Holy shit. Like I am so excited for Necro. I built this story of like, finding out about the dragons up to the release of it now i'm ready for that release yeah one thing i really like too is when they're explaining like oh yeah lyris is all i think it was the collar cash said it on the street or on the uh the the premiere they're like 
Well, you know, like every time you guys have a character that like stand behind a rock and don't do any damage, and I like how they like made it they're, when they're explaining. It, they're like, well, Lyris is like in a whole bunch of different part of the dungeon. Every time she comes in, she's like bloody and like been through a battle and stuff. I'm glad they took that approach instead of you or them being with you because sometimes it just feels like the person's like hiding in the corner doing like 11 damage to an enemy. Well, they're like holding up me being able to pull all the ads that I want to pull. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. stop fighting the NPC. What are you doing? <laughs> Either die or kill them. Figure it out. I'm just tired <laughs> of being in combat. Yeah, so I, I like that they kind of took that approach and I'm really like, honestly, a lot of the stuff they did this year was a brilliant move. Like, sent out all those those encrypted messages that yep. came to all the casters that are on the stream team or content creators um the way that they they kind of linked it up like i think they're definitely going the right direction i think i like now hear me out i think they're kind of they think they're like new that this this release they need to like kill it because people are really pumped on like skyrim and stuff like that so i think people are like i think that like elsewhere was done really well but i i still just didn't think it captivated everyone so i think right now they're really trying to get everyone involved and i think they're making the right moves to make everything the way it needs to be i think as long as they uh give people the expectations then they're not just going to see the entirety of skyrim and everything that was skyrim in the game like you know obviously they're not but like people know that but like just the expectations making sure people are aware that this is you know so long ago like before all this stuff happened and this is like you know this is what this this is what this is i think it's more information would be good about like map and like story expectations and stuff yeah i like that they like they did stay true to a couple places but they're like definitely inform people like listen this is before like skyrim's fourth era this is second era into second era so listen like this is what's going to happen so i'm glad they kind of did do that because i mean that's like the number one thing as a broadcaster Hey, how's this game like? Uh, is this game like Skyrim at all? No, it's not like no. Skyrim at all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. But it's really good. I mean, the no, it's really good. Yeah, friends. I mean, they did a lot of stuff. But like, like I can't remember who said it at the start. But like, you know, they kind of did some stuff better than you know. I mean, Skyrim and ESO kind of overlapped each other when they were being made, right? When they're in depth, so like to a degree. I mean, they definitely did. They're kind of making it at the same time. So when they're both coming out, like. You know, there's some, and well, the way they are now, obviously, ESO, ESO is a is a live game. You know, they've been able to update, you know, combat and graphics and you know systems, and they're still doing that. And you know, ESO has kind of you know grown up gracefully, whereas Skyrim kind of you know that's just about one, mods now. Yeah, one thing I will admit, and because like, you're talking about updating graphics and everything, I did hop in the PTS, and what, I ran past a lot of places that I didn't have known memory leaks and stuff, and the improvement is a lot better. See, and the there graphics you go. look a lot better, too. Well, that's, a, that's one thing that's come in as well. So, update 25 is performance improvements, like you said. Um, so, let me read it. I'll read, the, I'll read what's on the actual website, because that's right, probably... by the better. way. 11, 11, 11. Reader. I was right. Yeah, I should confirm that. <laughs> sure. Um, okay, so update 25 improvements launching uh, simultaneously with Harrowstorm is update 25, a free base game patch for all ESO players. This update continues to implement the planned performance improvements and introduces a series of new features, fixes, and balance changes. So performance improvements with update 25, we're implementing a series of improvements that help frame rates on all platforms. Uh, this includes changes to the effects manager and addition uh, of multi-threading. Obviously, uh, processor stuff, which is really important because MMOs are like notorious on running on just one thread. I go, oh, good lord, 
Uh, it's so annoying. As uh, you can have an epic, epic CPU and it just be tanked down by MMOs. MMOs notoriously, you know, if you're a streamer as well, it's all about CPU. So it's like your graphics card doesn't matter half the time. Um, this is only the first step in improving frame rate for all ESO players. So keep an eye on our performance uh, improvements plan, our article. So there is a there is a big ongoing article on that. Um, and then they've got the patching overhaul as well. So this update, this is the update actually. Uh, also implements a massive patching overhaul for the ESO game client, changing the way the game is downloaded, patched, and stored. I think this download is 30 gig less. Is this the gig? Is this the one which they've talked about yes, being 30 gig less? Okay. Yeah. That's pretty damn good. And it's going to make patches like... Yeah, go like much that. quicker. So I don't know yeah. if that means maintenance times go down well we have to re-download the game like if maintenance times were less frequent or not as long that would be because i'm a late night streamer and they want to do their updates in the middle of my yeah sorry that's why they're changing it mate (laughs) (laughs) that's why they're changing it (laughs) bungie went through this originally with destiny one Right. Um, for them to like say like in the in their the tower and they wanted to put like a christmas tree in the tower the rendering process was almost 48 hours for them to render it out before even putting it into the game so it took them so long to do it and then they Jesus. moved over to a new system to do it so now it's like right now it's like we're moving to a new system where it's going to be a lot easier for them to implement stuff than not implement it i mean there but, are mmos uh, where you don't have to actually the game doesn't go down and at all oh, yeah. for updates like it doesn't go down you just update the game and you're back you know you're back you're back in it's not uh you know we have to change the world kind of thing so i'm wondering if they're trying to move get to that point i mean maybe um, another thing i did see though and i see you have in your notes about stadia um yeah. i was watching or i was watching this whole tech thing about how it's going how stadia can change the whole outlook of an mmo because yeah. instead of it being client-based and it's going to be server-based. It's just going to run a lot smoother. There's going to be a lot less latency and stuff. As soon as they can get that up and running, that whole Stadia thing I've is going to... And I know well. people are very against it, but it is really going oh, to... Oh, I've got it. Take, yeah, I've it's going got, to take I've, everything yeah. to a whole other level. I'm, I'm hoping that it's like... That's where, that's where the future's going. We're getting to the point, you know, we're getting to the point of everything where we're just going to own a thing where we can just do the thing on the screen. We won't have anything. We were just, the, you know, really it happened with music. It's analysis, Jebro. It's true. <laughs> like, the thing, thing, you know, there's a thing. thing. <laughs> well, the <laughs> idea is that if you don't know what Stadia is, Stadia is like, I'm talking about listeners, obviously you guys do. But Stadia is literally, you've got a, you've got a gamepad. You've got, you know, whatever screen. If you've got a phone as well, it works on there. And, you know, you just play the game on the servers, wherever they're based. And there's nothing, there's, all you need is a browser. Like that, you just need Google Chrome. That's it. Like you know, you just need to be. You don't even need like a Chromecast or whatever. Um, and it's pretty crazy that you can do that. Now it's not. Re- they're going to be releasing Graymore, like Nate said, with Stadia. That's what they say. Um, we haven't heard anything about it other than when we saw the the trailers for Stadia. There was like ESO on there. <laughs> haven't heard anything about it. Stadia is kind of really quiet. And not many people are using it, as far as I know. And so I've they're got saying it. that Graymore is getting released on Stadia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're saying. Well, it's been yeah, to do it because it's going to be half client based and half uh, server based. So it'd be really interesting. I, to don't, I don't know if they're going to have it on PC. I don't know if it's going to be like. I think it's going to be its own thing. Like it's just. Gonna I be love like Zoss and like Bethesda, but like 
the day I trust a video game company to put something out at the time that they say they're going to put it out, like, I mean, that's working with Google as well, right? I mean, that's working with Stadia. (laughs) Exactly. Like, yeah, sure. I tell people I'm emotionally stable, but it doesn't mean I am. (laughs) We know that. But we know that you're lying, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, it's it's just like, I I hope so. I really like the idea of the the server-based rather than client, so it's... It gives it more more people accessibility. accessibility that, as well accessibility yeah. like workload is released off of your pc the only thing that i will admit is especially being a broadcaster in a rural area of the world uh <laughs> if your internet's not good and if their their servers go down for any reason there's gonna be a lot of upset people especially because well, i think we just had like a, a like a ddos attack from like a foreign country not too long ago like a few days ago and then like if it brings down a server like what they tried to do in seattle and people are not going to be happy when google goes down yeah, no, that's, that's the problem. like, yeah, that's and that will be targeted one one thousand percent. So yeah. like, you just like I really am totally behind Stadia, and I'm totally behind uh, ESO going on to Stadia. But you think it's bad when people are like, I can't play the game, Steam's down. Do you think that's that's gonna yeah. be any fuck? That's not gonna be any fucking better. It's gonna be yeah. like <laughs> ten billion times worse. <laughs> Like an entire, you know, the people who have that, they can't play anything. Period. They're gonna be. Oh yeah, and it'll be locked. Anything uh, It'll be locked to 1080 as well. It's not just their game. It's not like "Ah, it's not working. I'll play something else on Steam. Oh yeah, it will be locked. It'll be locked to 60 frames in 1080. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because unless you have the, which you know, well, you don't know because Destiny is at 1080. It depends. Like if you've got the membership, it goes up to 4K, but and nothing is at 4K. I think it goes up to 4K. I can't remember. Now. Imagine, yeah, but that on nothing. top of that with your bandwidth and trying to stream at the same yeah. time. If you haven't got unlimited yeah. internet, you're like, you just yeah, it's yeah, or it's, like one gig. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're gonna need you're a um, okay, but right, so PTS is up at the moment, obviously. I'm just going to read the rest of this quickly. A change dramatically reduces the amount of space. This is what we're talking about re-downloading the game and whatnot. Uh, amount of space ESO takes up on your hard drive. However, the with the implementation, which is also good, so I can fit more stuff on that. Um, with the implementation of this improvement, all ESO players on every platform, every platform, including console, I'm assuming, obviously, it says every platform, because... You know, that makes sense. Uh, and we'll have to re-download the game client and upon launch of uh, t- Update 25. So keep an eye out uh, for more information regarding this process in the future. So that's actually a good bit of news for you guys that are listening that don't go on Twitch, don't go on YouTube or anything else. You have to re-download... You should re-download the game to get all this sorted. Um, you can, and you can earn yourself a free Crimson Torch Bug pet in trouble. So you get a free pet as well. It's pretty good. That's that's a good incentive to do that as well, actually. Um, for coming out, for everything coming as part of the update twenty five base game patch, including combat fixes and improvements, you can check out the PTS notes, obviously, on the forums as well. So that's all good. Um, I'm kind of happy about those changes because I think it's what is it eighty seventy eighty gig now? I think it's something like that. Ninety six. It's a ninety six, really. Whew. Jesus, that Holy is shit! You're much. my favorite turd, Jebra. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a... <laughs> <laughs> that's a huge thing, though. Is that like I'm not sure I to say that. Was... Or not. 
<laughs> when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's 30 gigs less. And I downloaded the BTS. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's 30 gigs less from everything that you can download. So, okay, it makes more sense. I should yeah, well, like, the BTS oh. doesn't have that. So the BTS is still the full live server. They won't actually release the the 30 gig less until the actual update comes out. So yeah. the BTS is not the lowered. The oh, is it not? Okay, I didn't know. It's not. It's still at okay. 96. I downloaded it, like, last week sometime. So that'll be dropping the entirety of that. You'll have to re-download Ur Tank. So. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it shouldn't take too long with all the changes and everything. It won't, because it won't be as much. Okay, cool. So, Harris Storm, two dungeons. Boom. Lyris is in one of them, uh, at least. And there's all the stuff happening. But then, we've got the chapter. So, Greymore is going to come out. May 18th, June 2nd for console 2020. This year, 60% above ground uh, Western Skyrim zone. Um, and we are, obviously, the whole year is all about the dark height of Skyrim. And then we've got 40% below ground, which is called Blackreach, um, which Nate mentioned a little bit about earlier. Um, and it says, so what they said was, is the zone initially when you get into the map, it will look smaller because, you know, it's got two zones pretty much in it, chapter. Um, but if you combine yeah, just like both, north and south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, north elsewhere was was the chapter, right? I mean, they're going to have another zone. I'm mm-hmm. I'm assuming for one of the, if they're going to go by last year. I mean, you've got so if we go by last year, we had dungeon um, DLC, then you have the elsewhere, zone which will be on map. the map. It'll be underneath, most likely, I would assume. So, what do you? But Grandma is definitely both maps, isn't it? Yes, but however, them saying 60 40, I think they're like, okay, hey, just like Northern Elsewhere was like big, right? Oh, okay, um, right, And right, Southern right. Elsewhere is a little bit smaller. I think when they're saying like, hey, this overall zone might be smaller because you're probably going to get 60% of the map in uh, Greymore. And then I would assume maybe for the story DLC, DLC and the zone DLC, you'll probably, that might be Blackreach or more of Blackreach or vice versa. Or there's a separate. Are you sure? I think they're releasing both with Greymore. So, however it works, they're going to split it up. Like I, I would almost guarantee if that map is a certain size, mm. it's not just you're not going to just re- get the whole zone released and then a storyline that goes along with the zone. I would assume that it's going to be like how it would be. I would assume canon would be with. Um, the way that the releases have gone, like in Somerset, you got Somerset, you yeah. got that entire island, but then you got Merkmire, which would have been its own zone. So you actually think somewhere. Black Reach is going to be later released? It could be. It might not be Black Reach that gets later released, but some part of that map would I would you assume mean an extension gets, to it? Okay, right. Yeah, it's some some part of that map will be inaccessible during Greymore that they would be holding it out. Like, I don't think I have a feeling them. that whole vampire castle thing is going to be held out, and then they're still going to let us go into Blackreach, and then they're going to Could open be, up yeah. a section with but the But it would be along yeah. the lines of how, like, Merkmire went and Southern Elsewhere went, where they're just not going to give you the whole nut right up front. Like, they're going to, like, they're going to make you do that part, and then all of a sudden, like, then for the because up. otherwise, if they release everything all at once, you're just getting a quest. Line. Maybe they release yeah. like the rest of Skyrim. <laughs> It could. It could be like a chunk that, like, maybe they hold out solitude or something to that effect. But I would almost guarantee that they hold out something 
to release with the October mm. update because the October update has always brought another zone to be able to go into. Can you imagine if they did like redid like the Majors Guild or something as well for like the later for later? I mean, they could do. I mean, there's like you know. I mean, I don't know. Oh, what like Collins Winter Hold or something. Yeah, I I'm literally playing my first playthrough of Skyrim right now, and I just got to Winter Hold, and I was like, I was literally like this the whole time. What? Yeah, it's really oh. it's epic. It's <laughs> it absolutely was epic. amazing, and I was like, is this? Where is this on the map? <laughs> and I was like, is this going to be in the game? And I was like, <laughs> it could be. You never know. I mean, but it would be the city, I guess, because you know. It used to yeah, be a, it used all to be the a stuff that happened with it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's where I am in the store. I don't know anything past there now in Skyrim. This is why I'm doing my first playthrough. Um, and I was like, okay, so maybe, like, this is actually going to, maybe they include, maybe this could be a thing. Maybe, well, can, you know, could be. You never know. Um, okay, so that's interesting, yeah. Cool. But I, that's, am, that's I am glad they're reworking the vampire thing, though. Man. That is that is a good way of rejigging a skill line to make it feel like they're releasing a new class. So the thing that, that I always good. thing that I always hated about like vampire and werewolf is like there's only one reason to be a vampire, and that was to get it's magica ma- magica regen. Yeah, that's it. Other than that, like if you're a healer or you're a caster, like you're pretty much like, for that, yeah. people are like, oh, you could use mist form in this situation. It's like, in, in PvP, PvP not. is mist like, form. That's really why. Like, yeah, well, I don't it, use it in PvP much. You can use it in PvE too. Do. It's just super yeah. like oh, no. you don't have to, right? So it's like basically useless. Like if you're a, temp- one, if you're a templar, uh, you don't use mist form. You just hit someone with your with your blades. It's just. I'm but it's like you have that that skill line where you're like okay it's kind of like they did with like soul magic like a couple of like the soul trap meta from scale breaker where everybody was using soul trap and like no one uses really uses the world skill line like everyone has soul trap let's have them use it like it's giving you a, a new use for a skill line and i think in in my opinion the way that they'll do it is right now you need to be at vampire level two to get the magic or regen and you got to kind of hover in between that i have a feeling that they'll move the passive up to where um you mean the full bonus yeah you have to be in stage four vampire to get that magic recovery and then that means it's going to come along with the like you're not as fire retardant like as you normally would would yeah, be I'll, like you're way more vulnerable. I wonder if they're going to remove that, actually. What, the, the vulnerability to fire? Yeah. No, yeah, not I the vulnerability be... to fire, but the the passive where you can in- make sure that you aren't as vulnerable to fire. Is that right? Is that that passive? Yeah, remember. well, that's what I mean. I believe that that would be like, so that right now is like stage two vampirism. Like you're not really affected by fire too bad. Mm-hmm. but as you go up and like get to four you're really bad i feel like they'll leave that in like if you want the mag recovery dude oh it. so you've got to choose between fire and fire on your face like not too bad or magic recovery yeah and most ah, people are gonna be like well screw it i'll just i also like resurgent for dark elf like a dark elf to come as a meta like to offset that like i could see Magicka users being dark elves now because the passives for everything are very good with spell damage. They're in tune and with uh, 
with High Elf, which used to be meta. Now it's right now Breton because there's no sustain. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the meta could switch to Dark Elf because of fire resistances. You still get that mag recovery. You get the sweet spell damage like you would on a High Elf. And Dark Elf could really make a, a resurgence in racial um, meta. As you know what else characters. I like about the vampire rework is that like the more you feed, the less of a vampire you look, and the less you feed, the mm. more you look. Like, I like the which how it should that. be. Like I never understood yeah. that shit. Like <laughs> wait, like I'm a van. Like and that's in like every vampire lore I've ever had. In well, any- I guess technically, like when you don't feed, you become more desperate. Like in a lot of like you become more desperate for for feeding. So you become like so features and stuff became more like kind of defined and stuff because you get more desperate more like feral i guess like yeah, exactly. so that, that's yeah. that's kind of thing that's but if every you... vampire lore yeah. of any book any movie i've ever watched yeah but that's and then when you're fed you're fat and happy right like everything's yeah, yeah, yeah. fine but you're more human but like yeah you're more human and they did it the opposite it's well, then, like more yeah i think so no 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 it's not it's no it's, it, no, it's opposite when you're because uh my tank's a uh, vampire yeah. So like mine has it, so it's like, dude, he looks terrible when he's all the way at level four and stuff like that. And but yeah, yeah, yeah. oh god, <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. To look good in this one yes. right now, if you don't feed and you get to stage four, okay, you yeah. look like I get what you, you look like ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag. <laughs> like, but one thing I one thing I do want is I want like I do want more attacks. Like I would love to be able to stun lock people in PvP using like feed. I think that'd be awesome. Well, people like, are talking about elites. Elites changing. What's the elite at the moment? Where you, you change into bats? Is it that? Is it that one? I can't remember. What's the elite for? Um, I can't there... remember because I don't use any of their abilities. Pretty sure it's <laughs> like you turn into bats, like a bat swarm. Oh yeah, where they swarm around it... you. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Vampire lion. I ran yeah, into so... somebody using that in PvP, and fuck that thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Let me see. I'm going to try and find out actually. Vampire skills. Get CC'd in that, baby. You're done, though. Yeah, I would I would love to. I would love to have... Like, I'm glad they're reworking that ability because that, that is one of my favorite... I mean, I use stam characters for the most part. Well, like the vampire... That's, that's what you guys are talking about. The vampire ultimate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it clouding? The vampire swarm? ultimate, yeah. I think will end up being useful. Um, maybe PvP-wise. I don't know because obviously we haven't seen it yet, but... PvE People are saying like, you're going to turn, like, you know, they could make it similar to Necro, where you just turn into something. like you, Or like Werewolf, you know, turn into a werewolf in the werewolf. Turn, land, yeah, turn the, like, br- like branch wings and turn into yeah, like that. Yeah, you could turn into some awesome. demon so, fucking which, vampire Which thing. is, like, good for PvP in a PvE aspect that would be, like, unless you can still do all of your skills the way that you've done if you turn into something where you can't do skills. I think it would be like, leeches, just... like you'd leech life and stuff like that. And if it was a, like a transform, like Werewolf is okay, because it's, it's damaged because you actually have utility. So there's like a fear, there's like bleeds, there's stuff like utility. that. I mean, I mean, a fear, the fear is okay, but everyone's using immobilize, immobilization like flipping potions, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, I could but see I it know. being like, if it's like some crazy leech or something like that, I could see where... It would work like some sort of lifesteal, yeah. but on like a ridiculously larger scale, something like a Destro Ultimate where it just puts some ridiculous crazy bleed on you where you like in PV, PVE that would that's make sense. Where I could, 
where I could see where like you would drop it or you would turn into this thing and every light attack that you hit or something puts on a bleed that you can't even handle. Or it could be something where it is like a place like a Destro or something Mm -hmm. like that, where it just absolutely, or Colossus where you put it down once and the effect lasts for a certain amount of seconds. I can see where they would put that in the aspect of, of those kind of ultimates um, where it was something that put some effect over time because right now the flesh Colossus in PVE is so good. It's like it does damage, right? But that's not what it's there for. It's there to put major vulnerability on a target. And if yeah. you have minor vulnerability coming from first mention of warden, uh, from like a warden or infallible aether where you're getting minor vulnerability plus the major vulnerability like holy shit man like that's instant like instant damage increase for the entire group so if they use it as something some sort of support or utility that ultimate could be like exceptional however a lot of the times they don't do that like (laughs) so but like the flesh glosses is like but I could see it being something on par with that where it'll make you switch up your play style and maybe you don't like you run that on other mag characters and it gives you some sort of major courage all the time, like wilds up or major heroism. It's something to that effect where they added some sort of side effect to it. I like the idea of uh yeah, I mean I think it's a good thing. I mean I think with the chapter as well, it means that it, it does feel like, you know, you're gonna have a kind of because, you know, Somerset was uh, Sigic, you know, Vampire, you know. I think they looks like, are they redoing, I'm not sure if they're redoing the quest line as well. That could be a, a good, oh no, they are. This is quest redone on my notes. So I wrote this while they were talking about it. So they are going to redo the quest by the looks of things, or bits of it maybe, which would be a lot. The quest was actually not that bad. It's like how you feed on people is different too. I believe. Animations. The animations yeah. changed. Um... Yeah, that's right. So feeding is a new paired animations where you feel like you're feeding um, and like physically on them because when you're feeding, you do this thing where you kind of the animation you, like, the suck little... their blood out in like your hand or yeah. Some shit. Well, or it's it's out of your mouth. I can't remember. Yeah, it's like a line, like a small beam which pops out, and uh-huh. you kind of do this thing where you're like bringing in the blood, exchanging like, blood. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's not like a, it's not like a jumping on their back and kind of like. You know, gnawing into their neck or their head or something like that. I don't know. So it's not very vamp. It's not very typically vampire, vampire, vampire. Whatever the the uh, I think, word yes, is. The former. And, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're making that a lot more physical. And I'm wondering if that could be an ability that you could use. You know, to just in in the game as well. Imagine in PvP, you just suddenly start jumping on these people with this vampire sucking ability. Dude, please don't give any thoughts cool. for people to complain about in the forums. That would be epic. I would love that, dude. <laughs> just attach yourself to an enemy and if just you like <laughs> this vampire one more time. I swear for the 800. I swear I, I'm, I'm not. Game. Sure, they sound like elderly old people, <laughs> like you know, yeah. really elderly people. Oh <laughs> maybe... I can't believe you changed it all. <laughs> Imagine all these people now. Um, so they're but... all just really sweaty, <laughs> oh, good Lord. sponges under all of their backside, underneath legs, and all that super sweat. 
so they're changing the additives and the passives. <laughs> Redoing quests, doing... Um, okay, so changing what happens when you feed, so you'll be stronger when you're feeding. Uh, all these kinds of things. So what else is there coming with Grey, Grey more? There is going to be... Oh, yes. There's more There's more update, obviously. Uh, update 26, multi-core support. Actually, that's changing. I think update 25. Um, something to do with AOE ability types, looking at how they're running on the server so they can increase performance. Uh, so, stadium. Yeah, touch... PvP. That well, no, PvP like, to touch, that, yeah. touch on that as well. Like, for this next update, 25, um, they're reducing like they're reducing the cost of AOE dot abilities, shards, wall of elements, like all that, endless hail, all that those abilities that are like in PVE meta. Um, they're reducing that. I I could see that being a testing ground. They're like, okay, we're gonna give these people their you know AOE dot damage back and see how it puts with their new update, right? With the load on the server to see how that puts, what that puts the server through. And then mentioning that in the next update in 26 mm -hmm. saying, Hey, we're going to see how AOEs and dot, like they're giving it back to you to test it. They're going to see how it is and they might rob it away from you again. That's one thing I'm worried about, but that's what that sounds like. They're giving you the AOE dots back right now in PVE and PVP. They're giving you that back so you can run those more often and see what it does to the new server or yeah, well, well the new way that they're they're putting everything out. One issue they have in PVP is when and we get a lot of lag from this is when they do the like some of the healing AOEs it goes out and it finds like the lowest health and gives them health. And like, I can't remember what it's called, but Fang Rush talks about all the time and a couple of those other guys. And it's just like the way that they send out that, um, that, that, and the healing AOE, it really lags serial. That's one of the main reasons why, or like when some people like launch through and do a whole bunch of AOE, it legit can lag it. And some people use that oh, as a strategy sure. where they get a whole bunch of people and like lag the server, get in, and then we'll storm it at the same time when we lag it. So there's people that have been doing it. So I do know like that that's one other reason why they're trying to do some AOE stuff. Yeah, they need to they need to figure that between like what's because that happens, it's not even just PvP, that happens in trials. Like everyone drops, they got like Colossus going out, you've got Magplars putting down shards, you have like there'll be so much like, oh my god, what's a frame? Everything's blurry, like <laughs> holy shit. Like it's the same thing. So I think they want to see, they want to give you back that ability to do all that and for it not to cost an arm and a leg mm. and to see what it does. And if update 26, it's like, Hey, we can't still can't handle this. Then we're going to have to look at how to keep up that damage and change a meta, which could scare people off. But if that they're doing it for, for performance wise, which very much is they're being transparent in the, I guess transparency in, is key, dude. They need we being just, opaque, I would say. Like it's still cloudy of why they're doing that, but they're like, hey, we're giving you this ability back. We'll see how that goes and And they are talking side. about this. They've been talking about like a lot of these performance updates. They for a did while. It, the previous ones, you know. Yeah. So they were like, Hey, this is combat update. Why are you doing this? Oh yeah. That's combat that. update. Have you seen the crown store? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's a big feature. Um, 
Okay, so we're going to move off that for a moment. And let's talk about the rest of what's coming out of Greenwell because we're, we're getting on in this podcast. We have barely talked about it. Um, so we've Graham, Graymore, uh, you've got Western Sky and Blackreach. Um, and he's talking about the seat of power for the Vampire Lord. So you've still, we still don't know. We haven't seen this guy yet. There's about 30 hours of main content in the, the actual Graymore. They're saying, you know, average player, I guess, 30 hours. Um, pretty good, and they've got these new things called Hero. Is it Hero Storms? Um, Hero which, Storms. Yeah. Well, they're not. They're not new. Uh, I've, if I called that, I've called that wrong. They're Harrow Storms. So I've written the right thing later. Um, but they're like Dark Anchors. They're like yeah, 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 yeah. Which I love. I love those things. They're one of my favorite things in the game. When I first started, is I don't know if anyone played Rift, which is an awesome MMO back in the day. And try and I've not it. played it, but people rave about it oh so good so dolmens are like rifts which was in which is and they were in every zone and i would love to have that in the ESO, like mini like events that spawn like this they weren't static in one place though they would just spawn in random places um and they would have difficulties like if there was there were rifts that were trials so there would be a rift that you would have to spawn and it would have trial level bosses that would appear every phase and i was like I wish this would be a thing in ESO. It would be so uh, yeah. good. And I, dude, so like, I love like the geysers in Somerset yeah. are super, super cool. The dragons, less cool. Like, it's they really, normal the same. They're not difficult. They, yeah, they, just... they fly around. They're, they're, they're static to, to spots. They move every once in a while, but like, they're static. So like, I kind of actually feel like those events lessen the kind of dramaticness of having dragons in there because it's just like continual dragon attacks and they're just not very good. <laughs> they're just kind of like, they look really cool and they've got crazy attacks. Yeah, dragons just, are amazing. But like, like, they don't really do much damage to them. They're not like really impactful on, on like they're not like whoa shit there's a dragon this is gonna be really difficult to complete it's because it's a wild boss you know it's a standard they don't yeah they're not like i kind of feel like they're belittled a little bit maybe they're like underling dragons like private dragon yeah one. it's it's just one of those things it's like what you said there's just so many of them that come yeah. out all the time that it kind of like devalues the dragon devalues is the word I'm looking the geysers for. are like the hardest of those all like like geysers have like one shots and everything comes at you yeah. at like different times and they're all a little bit different. Less people they're doing dynamic. Them, right? A lot less people doing them as well. Yeah, and even when there was more, tons of people doing them, I remember seeing like eleven people just get one <laughs> shot, like dead. Everyone's dead. Like I, the geysers were really. I liked them better than the the uh, dragons. I would be really excited to see what and how they go with Harrow Storms. It would be like cool. What the difficulty will be on them? I would, I would like to see something like that. Some kind of, even if there was an area which you could access, which is different, where you just have access to a Harrow Storm, that would be cool. Um, so similar to Dolmens, and they'll be in Western Skyrim. There you go. Um, New Dells, public dungeons, standard things, you know, side quests, mini stories, which are always pretty good. Elsewhere's got a lot of those, uh, that kind of good stuff. Um, what else is there? Oh yeah, antiquities. Ooh. This actually oh, looks yeah. pretty hype, in all honesty. Like, this is, a, and this is a quote, this is what Rich said, um, Rich Lambert. Uh, it's like being Indiana Jones in Tamriel. 
That's a pretty good way of saying it. I mean, that kind of explains it. You go and grab some stuff from different places in the map, and it's like you pick that stuff up, and you've got it, and, you know... But the thing is, and, it's, you know, I'm wondering about where... I'm wondering if they're going to be in dungeons, actually, one of the one of the things yeah but- one thing that I, the one thing that i'm um like i think it's gonna be really cool especially like if you put like an antiquity on and you're like sitting there and now you're faster like or you can do something i think it's really good for pvp and pve the only fear i have is that they make it super easy to get to the point where you're just like well all right it looks like i gotta go to uh the rift and go to this one location and just dig it up like i hope there's like yeah. steps you have to go through to <laughs> like the thing I'm worried about is that it's going to be like something else they fucking jam into my inventory. Like, oh, well, then the item probably will be, although maybe it'll be in a collection or something. Like, here's the antiquity. Like, now go dig it up. Well, I have 10 antiquity treasure maps that I got to go find now, right? And like, Uh oh, yeah, I'm getting (laughs) stuff out of it, but like, I have 450 goddamn antiquity treasure maps in my. In my inventory, you're like, uh, okay, yeah, these are even... cool. I found the one that I needed. Now it's almost like getting handed a pamphlet, and someone's like, "Here you go," and then you grab it. And you're like, okay, like he, it's basically here. You throw this out. Like you don't throw those. Away. You don't. Re- you do realize you don't have to keep those pamphlets. <laughs> you right. Just go down to Bert's house. Yeah, this is yeah. my pamphlet room. <laughs> that's basically what it is like i end up having to right click and type destroy please like you know oh yeah 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 that's one of the things but i'm also like in pve aspect of things is like they have a really good thing going i don't where would you fit it in like are we taking away monster sets is the five piece set dead are we doing away with now you don't need a maelstrom inferno like that's a very good point pvp where are you fitting it in like Uh, what unless there's a new slot that becomes available yeah that's what i'm hoping what are we taking out to give an antiquity because if i'm Mm. losing a monster set is it worth that like hey i'm faster or i regen mag enough well hey that's cool is can i just be a brett and not use that thing and those things become okay before we before we continue this conversation i need to give context because people might not know what the hell we're talking about um so uh, i need to remember this when i do podcasts so in um graymore there's a, a thing where which is called antiquities you can basically pick up things like gear um and this is like i said you know you go to a place you kind of dig up this this it could be anything it could be a mount it could be an emote it can be a piece of armor or it can be a necklace or a ring or whatever this item will be gold level uh, it won't be anything below that as far as we know at the moment and it will be ridiculously powerful so it will give you one example they gave was a necklace or something like that which gives you movement speed out of combat being a lot faster and in combat and um, being less fast but still faster than you would normally be so that'd be good for pvp or something um, and a chess piece that would give you more magicka or return magicka to you or a stat to you if you blocked or something so what bert's talking about is this gold item replacing something in your already made gear or in your set that you currently have because at the moment you know a monster set is a helmet and a shoulder piece and then you've got your five armor pieces i'm talking about standard build you know it could be whatever and then you've got you know your weapons and armor so you've got about two or three sets in there um 
And if you put this thing in there, if you, if you put a chess piece in there, obviously it's going to interfere with it. So what Nate and Bert are saying, good timing coming back, by the way, and, uh, is that if you put that in, that's going to mess things up. So it's actually a really good point. It's not something that I thought about personally either. That could be a thing, or is it going to be something which covers up? Like maybe they could put cloaks in the game. You mm-hmm. never know. That would be cool. Or it could yeah. be like a ring. Or, you know, something well, they said, or... like chess piece. So it's like, am I going to run this thing that gives me like magic back when I block? It's like, oh, fuck that. It's not better than Yolnacrin. I'm just going to wear Yolnacrin. Like, on the six piece. Like, it's just like, like I'm yeah. just going to run the five piece, five piece like one. tank set. Like, why would I, why would I run this mm. other thing over something that completes my, like, like the group needs? Like, as a tank, I don't wear things that are good for me. I wear things that are good for the group. So if I take something that is selfish and gives me mag back for blocking, like, how does a, that help? So do you think group? do you think that is a better thing to do? Like it's going to be something in addition rather than something that's taken away. Or do you think maybe they're going to decrease set bonuses? If they decrease set bonuses, I could see that happening. But that would be a lot, a lot, a lot of work. I think if they didn't add it in addition to the five piece set, it would be something that would be a swing and a miss. Because it's be like awkward. nobody, nobody, those are going to be for for people who don't play the game at a level that maybe um, I do or like other, like other end game people do. And it's like, I'm not a slave to the meta. I'll wear something, you know, if I can help the group out still and I can wear something different, cool. We're going to do that. But for me as a tank, I am just a totem. I'm there to hold the thing block the thing so it doesn't kill everybody and be able to provide stuff that will make you damage it faster. If you pull something away from me like that for me to run a magic or recovery something, no one's gonna unless they were like, hey, wear this four piece of this set, then you wear this on top of it and that completes everything. Yeah. Only thing I could think of is it being like when the division like they did this thing where set pieces is like you would wear this chess piece the chess piece would do this certain thing, but it would also complete whatever five piece set. It would count as a five piece set across uh, any. So you can any, label it as this. Like so, hey, okay. this is the chess. This antiquities, this chess piece that does this. It will do this, but it also, no matter what set you're wearing, plague doctor, werewolf, you're wearing. Ebon, no matter what you're like wearing, embalm it with like this. It, it completes stuff. your five piece set. Okay, right. That's how I mm. would go about it. Rather than adding something that's more work, rather rather than changing everything to be four piece sets, you could make everything be still a five piece set with adding the caveat that this one item will complete any five piece set. This is something yeah. like or it could be an enchantment. Mm. We never know. Could be an enchantment. That's true. There could be. I mean, they did say like, did they chess literally say necklace. a chess piece? Did they actually say a thing? I can't I'm remember. pretty sure that they. No, they when said- I looked at all the images and stuff, they're not any of them are actually armor pieces or weapons. They all seem to be like, like, a, like one was like a, a a ruby dragon skull, and the other one was like a right. like a like I don't know, like it looked like a pocket watch type, like. Yeah, I just remember. Thing. I think Finn said something about like a physical piece of gear. 
Like well, I know there's definitely like wardrobes and costume stuff. <laughs> could Amazing. be, could know. be that. But if you were asking me if I was at the drawing table, it would be, or the drawing board, it would be, hey man, just make a complete five piece set. Call it good. Ah. Okay. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty damn hyped for. I mean, I'm I'm actually kind of excited for this. Like, I'm actually. Oh yeah, here you go. Here we go. Let me show you this. There's the picture. Anyway, it's the kind of. I'm gonna show the stream. You might be able to see this. In obviously, if you're listening to this, but yeah, there's a guy kind of holding this dragon's head. I guess that's more. That's not really that descriptive. Um, but it does. It does look kind of interesting. He's wearing like a little backpack thing with like a little sleeping mat there and stuff as well. Maybe you can get stuff like that. But um, yoga mat. He's gonna practice his downward facing dog afterwards. <laughs> yeah, there's a yoga mat, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's got his yoga mat with him. I'm he just surprised he's in the dungeon. Okay, now time for hot yoga. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, I mean, it's it's yeah. gonna be interesting to see what happens. Like, like I said, unless unless we know a hundred percent, we can only sit here and speculate. You know, right? Yeah, for sure. I I'm just I have reservations, but like I'm super excited to have another piece of content to like go and fuck. Yeah, that see that that's a huge thing I'm excited about is like because I I am at the point where it's like okay I can go do one of these thirty six dungeons or I can go into serial or I can do PvP. Like I'm kind of at a point right now where like the PvP content like I love I love like that everything is a hundred percent voiced over and like all this other stuff, but they, I feel like sometimes it feels like I'm going through the um through the the motions it doesn't feel like i'm actually it's like okay do this it's a lot you know it's very wowy it's like go collect these things and then that well it's like okay go do this run through this like delve type thing and then kill a boss at the end yeah i'm kind of feeling like i need a little extra stuff so i'm kind of i'm excited i'm welcoming like the the thing it's probably going to get stale to me really quickly but at least i'll have like that extra option if i feel like it's It's a new feature like at least like if you if you if this is something we do need to get we're gonna have to do it okay todd howard i mean well that's it i mean that's that's it just works it just (laughs) (laughs) new lighting effects um (laughs) new hot yoga through oblivion (laughs) it just works um so you are going to be able to get mounts housing items emotes personalities wardrobe items and the uh new items are called mythic items so we were just talking about the gold ones um like do you think i wonder if that's going to cut down on like the in-game event for like mounts and stuff that would be really nice because a lot of people's burnout with the game period might not be uh might not be combat base might be event based. I'm, I'm actually at events. I'm gonna have a whole show on this. I swear because I'm just like I, I like the rewards that you get and the accessibility to skins and stuff like that. But my god, when I, the some of the stuff you have to do is just mind-numbingly boring, and it's just like I, this is yeah, MMO. Every long. this is an MMO issue. To be fair, um, there's a lot of mundane mm-hmm. shit. That is a lot of MMOs do where I'm just like, good lord, the reward is so good, but I wish doing it was just so much more fun. Like the PvP event going on right now? Oh, that's good. Shit. No, that's I good. Think- yeah, I love it. Well, no, no, no. Okay, so that's getting awesome. the extra AP, the rewards are kind of shit, is what I'm saying. Have you seen oh, the yeah, gear? There, there's no there was so, like, gear you is get, good. You can, get, you can get like the style page that, I mean, they're all right. 
like but you actually stuff. get boxes like you continually get but the stuff boxes have like, like nothing in them like yeah, think about the undaunted think of the that. undaunted festival and yeah. like new life where like you open up I'm a box and to. you get like style pages or you get like you get other you get style things. pages in the new ones i'm getting like telvar and like a couple of mats it's, it feels like I'm getting like I guess a it has to be, alchemy, yeah. I mean, you, alchemy box. You like, do get recipes so and stuff. I'm, not ca- I'm comparing it, though, yeah, to a previous Mid-Year Mayhem. Okay. Like, there, the Mid-Year Mayhem rewards used to be excellent. Like, those boxes had way more stuff in them than they do now. Like, right. hey, here's a soul gem and some Columbine. I'm like, yes, Columbine. However, yeah, other stuff that was more rewarding, like, would come out of those boxes like uh, i feel like the root the the risk versus the reward even as a pvp aspect like yeah hell yeah you're getting double ap that means you can buy gold rings or buy that kind of stuff this to me it feels like, uh, like the reason why i like it though is like the things you actually get to go in and go do it's like kill all the the patrolmen capture 10 things like you know, get that I like. Kill. Like I love. Like that's that's where. Like honestly, I could care less about a lot it's of these the core anymore. The game, right? Yeah, but like they actually like that's why. Like I like I love New Life up until like I was repeating the same quest yeah. over and over every yes. single day. But I love how they change it up, and I like the witches festival. But sometimes like I like the I like the rewards though. Like the way to get tickets is like yes, cool. But the tickets being like worth something. It's like hey, here's five tickets. You can buy a banner. Here's five tickets. You can buy a piece of this armor that's decent. It's not like something you're like, oh my god, like the opal stuff was really cool, but like that was kind of like, eh, there's some good things. The opal, the opal stuff was actually a really good idea. Yeah, like I liked. There was a lot of it. That was yeah. good, and there was a that lot was of good. shite. Like, I mean, that's just a that's just a personal preference. But, but for the most part, like it felt like you got those tickets, and you're like, okay, they're easy to acquire. You know, we can spend things. We can do whatever. I love the double AP, like, but I got barrier on, like, six characters in one day. What else is bringing me back to PvP now? Like, mm. like I and I love Cyrodiil. As a person who thinks that's the most beautiful zone in the entire game, you have to, like, give me more incentive to be in there. Cyrodiil like, is, so is so central to... Elder Scrolls as well, just in like in lore and everything. I'm I am surprised that a lot more isn't that it isn't cared for a lot more than it than it is. And I'm I'm kind of hoping that Greymore maybe is going to be something where they kind of do something a little bit more successful. Elsewhere brought in some of those they brought in the buffs right and a, and a few other bits and pieces, which is kind of like a, an aside. I feel like leading up to Greymore, they're trying to get it to a point where it's really performing well because that's you know that's the that's the core of the issue but i mean give pvpers new pvp content is what i think should happen and that's coming from someone who's a pve player it's like pvpers have three things that they can do and they really only do two of them and they rarely do one of the two of them it's Mm -hmm. like there's limited there's limited cyrodiil no one really do- goes to IC. Like people go to IC, I flip it over, events, yeah. and then go back to Cyrodiil. And then there's BGs, which is most of the PVPers play B- BGs. Yeah, there, one there thing seems we to be a touch- divide. It's like one thing Cyrodiil? we didn't touch on is yeah. uh, 
solo battleground cues. Like, yeah, I'm actually really happy about it, and not many people I are. I am too. And <laughs> I think I've had a lot of people come into my chat and be like, "I can't believe they would solo." I'm like, "Well, don't fucking ruin it then. Like, don't." pre-made and just troll people like that's what you're doing like there's reasons don't for go this. for the objective you don't play the games right you just go don't care if you win you just mm. face roll people and get out it's like I, but no this is one... coming with the next update though right yeah this that's... is coming out of the first dlc okay so if, yeah. so context wise for for stream and also for people listening at home or or in the car <laughs> or if you're taking a dump whatever you whatever you're doing um are they basically making battlegrounds are going to be solo queue. So in a lot of MMOs, you can in various MMOs you can team queue, and there might be a solo queue or a duo queue. In ESO, they're just they're just going ham. You're just going solo. That's it. Like like it's it. You can't play. I mean, people are pissed off because they can't play with their friends. So that's well, going to be most don't of the fill either. Like they don't. You have the the don't. group queue. It'll be four on four on two. Or it'll like, be four on two on f- two as well. Yeah. And you'll just be like, and it's well, like, they don't get filled that way. So it's like they can't split up because all these f- f- like pre-made four-man groups are going into the same same thing. Like It's like, I like how they're like, okay, hey, you want to play with your friends? Go to IC or Cyrodiil. Boom. You want to get in a Zerg? Go to places where we intended Zergs to be. Not this fucking four-man Zerg absolutely destroying <laughs> people who... Maybe, like, I'm a PvE, or maybe I'm like, okay, I want to get into PvP, and I don't want to run around Cyrodiil trying to find a fight only to find out my build doesn't work. But you go into the Battlegrounds, so like and you're like, PvP's, okay, man. at the basis, this thing works. But how do you know if you're alive for two seconds because a four-man Zerg is just absolutely pushing your shit in? Like, is it, is it just like so now you can only solo queue, or is it like yeah. now you can? Oh, really? You can only solo queue, mm-hmm. and it's only an experiment right now. They don't know if they'll run with it. There's a reason. It, I I know oh. the real reason behind this. Like the 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 there's an additional thing that we have to explain that is going along with this. So not only are they doing solo queue, but they are resetting MMR. So mm-hmm. MMR, if you don't know and you're listening, is matchmaking rating. So what happens is, is you get assigned an MMR rating so that you get equally balanced games or you get put in games where the people are either equal skill base or your MMR is bringing up the team. So the average MMR of one team is the same as the average MMR of another. doesn't necessarily mean that they makes teams even or equally skilled. It just means, you know, the, the skill level is kind of ish across these, these numbers. So what there is at the moment is that people's MMR is massively inflated because they're four-man queuing every time, and they're queuing into solo battlegrounds. There's no separation in queue. There's a big problem. This is why battlegrounds kind of they, the combat is so fun, the maps are so good, the game mode's good, but there's no systems. There's no area. There's nothing. There's the leaderboard is a joke. You can just play the game, and you can just be up there. You know, it's, it does. It's not um, based on skill level. So solo queue will mean that they can give accurate MMR ratings. So if you are not queuing, it's solo queue, it's MMR. You're going to be building based on your own skill level. Obviously, at the beginning, it's going to be hell because everyone's just going to be put in together. I don't know if they're going to give people with higher MMR different rating depending on where they are because obviously they get, they've already got MMR in the game. I think it's 
character based though i don't think it's actually i think it's character based yeah because if you kill it on one character versus another like yeah it should be account based in my opinion i'm not sure why they've got it like that but But it's just huge like it's huge to like battlegrounds is like instant pvp i can test things out yeah um you know things that i've been working on see how they work but it just doesn't work right now it's people are you're going in there and getting absolutely smited um or doing the smiting it's like it there's, feels so unbalanced there's two sides that. to it though like i i do like the fact you know you, you've got one damage guy and you want to have a healer then you know you want to queue into a battleground and you want to play with your friend like there's for sure you want to play with your mates you want to play a mates in your team but that's where another queue could come in i do really yeah, think i would love that because uh, the thing is that's the only place i can play with people that aren't in my uh faction you know yeah 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 that's true actually well that's the thing i mean and, and now that's kind of taken away so i kind of i understand why people are upset but there is a there is a <laughs> logical reason which i think a lot of people are forgetting about who are bitching about it on the forum and stuff they're not thinking about the logical and i don't think i don't even know if sources have even explained this this, this is how they're gonna reset mmr like this is this is this is a reason to do it like there must be that must be the one of the main and then reasons them introducing a four-man group later after all the mmr resets that i could see that happening and difficult the though, yeah because they so might not get I any Q, might not like... get q pops that's the problem i think it would be a two plus it would be a four-man queue with two so with duo three fours so that's what they should do they should have a they should have a solo queue and then they should have a two plus queue that's what they should do because of population. Because the population isn't enough yeah, to, step, sure. to take on four man queues because there won't be people. There's not enough. You don't come well, up. Yeah, against that's that's what I mean. Members. It would be two plus, right? Yeah. But yeah, you'd yeah. have a group queue versus a solo queue. I could see where you wouldn't gain MMR in the group queue. You would gain all of your MMR in solo queues. So Unless they separate you... MMR. You can have you could have separate MMR maybe if they do that. That would be a lot. But better. it could be where like, hey, you only gain your MMR in solo, so we know the kind of player you are. So that way, when we match you into plus content, we're placing you in the right in maybe. the right category it's of difficult. people. That's difficult. Or yeah. even having like a metal system, like an Overwatch has, where you're like, hey, you're bronze, you're so you know what you're getting into you're not well, going to be a bronze person that's the thing that's the kind Place of stuff that i want to see like i've had pvp yeah. i had a pvp <laughs> podcast a while ago and i was massive in guild wars 2 in terms of like massively into guild wars 2 i wasn't massive in guild wars 2 um but like there's the pvp in system in guild wars 2 is probably the best system out there in mmos it's got rankings it's got seasons it's got like you know, they've got all this, you know, where you rank up or you rank down through different tables, you've got different rewards, stuff like that. It's really good. And you've got, you've got like your solo ranked queue, which is solo or duo. Season resets. Yeah, all this kind like, of stuff. Yeah. A season reset would be really nice. Like, hey, when they change like the Cyrodiil campaigns, well, the Battlegrounds get their season replacing and now you have to replace in. So because you might play on a DK, right? And they might have just nerfed DK and now all of your MMR is on your DK. Now when you want to play on your DK, you go in and you absolutely get absolutely wrecked. Like, because your be MMR is, as well. is so high on that Sam DK. But they, they might have changed the meta now that thing is not as good. Now you're going into these platinum things with, like, somebody maybe you can, you're a bronze or, or a silver on now with how they've changed the character. 
I would love that just for the competitive nature for it, because I do thing. think that the PvP combat and uh, like um, uh, ESO is probably some of the best I've ever had, like competition-wise. Because you really have to be like, you know, stay up on your resources, stay up on your, you know, everything that you got going on. Plus, having skills and actually having to aim your reticle at people. But when your you're weight trying to is fight. like your weight in competitiveness is like basically hey can i one shot somebody there's nothing you're like working towards like hey if i get th this many i'm gonna get gold this this season you know yeah, what i mean I that's like, what he's saying that's yeah i mean saying. yeah but i would love to have that exactly yeah, really yeah that's what i mean that. like right now what is there to work towards like emperor you got it cool you're gonna get it again but at least like, they've got that in zero <laughs> there isn't an iffy for like, that a MVPs, good reset yeah. is to make yeah. point like a yeah. good reset of that time would be like, now I have this PVP that I'm doing competitively that gives me a reward for, for oh, being. Oh man, I'd be all over it, dude. I would be, like, I'd be the the ESO spoke, Fortnite yeah. streamer, dude. And this is this I'm trying to be the best. Season it's, would be, would be nice. Like the way Siege does it, you know, Rainbow Six Siege or Overwatch in those places that create this aspect of well, this is the thing like spectator mode and everything like it's just not like there's that and that's how i shall cast it in guild Wars 2 i was a commentator like in the it was in the esport technically you can go you can go into arenas and you can be a spectator you can have a camera you go from different cameras and you have a look at the action and you can cast the game like it would be a sport you know what you watch on tv you know like esports for god's sake um but you can't there's one thing you cannot do in ESO, if ESO had it, like there would be so like I would make tournaments. I would I used to create tournaments and stuff all the time, and just like you could look through people's builds, and it would just be add this such an epic element. Um, yeah, there there is someone that's uh, the Mordor or uh, I can't remember what the guy's name is. He's like or Pale Orc. Yeah, and Nini tried to do that, but the only thing is when you try to get in there, you get you get secondhand wrecked. And then you can't just sit there and expect it. You gotta have someone come revive you and all this other stuff. Because I've seen people try to do it as well too. Oh, it's awful. It doesn't look good because you have to go first person really to get the to get any kind of good view. Then you need to be up. Then like you have to be told what skills they're using because sometimes you can't tell exactly because there's a passive that yeah because you can't see the animations. No. So it's so like I, it, does, I, it dude, doesn't work. And that PvP aspect of like if they were trying to reset everything so they can make it more serious. Like a lot of the PVPers, it's like just like they're they're just bored. Like it's oh, yeah. though. I mean, well, now that's, that's like, the hard thing is that like they're bored in that, but then they try to go back to normal content like dungeons and questing and stuff like that, and they still feel like that. that that's the hard part. Is there the balance of everything? Is a lot of people just don't feel that it is. They they just feel like some stuff's stale right now, and that that's especially with <laughs> PVP community. They really feel like it's like just what new has the PVP community got? Like, like not, that's a huge thing. Uh, is when I was listening like, or I was talking to Cipher PK, the guy that's. Do you know Cipher? He used to be he's like a big Fortnite guy and he used to play. And I was talking to him about it. He was like, it doesn't feel like it changed. He's like the combat system feels like it changed, like the abilities and stuff, but it's still like the identical to what I left. They, at. they added the weapon in Cyrdo for elsewhere, but like, it's not. Yeah, there's, it's there's not no new yeah. content for PVPers. They've added a couple of maps and battlegrounds a while back, but there's no. That was a while ago, yeah. Like I can see the PVPers just being like, eh. 
balance is yeah. normally the content for pvpers but like where balance is at is a good update when you've got competitiveness that exists and it's not just about chancing your opponents with four-man teams so yeah because yep. yeah, it should be like the rewards for pvp should be better than you getting barrier <laughs> or getting like or you getting you know for a PVE, that's what we go there that's, for that's and that's the only reason why most people go there <laughs> exactly and that's like why i said the same thing about like i see like i see is some of the best content in the game like, oh yeah it's I love awesome it. like fighting all these monsters and then all of a sudden oh shit here comes dc and now we have to fight the monsters plus dc and it's like it's holy cool. shit there's so much going on they don't utilize it like why what, for what reason bg's apparently team... killed it bg's like, is the reason apparently that i see is really no, it doesn't exist but anymore. it's also like apparently. what do PVEers have like what's the what's the reason that they have to go down to imperial city nothing no, there's no reason zero like give me and i've been saying this for a long time like if you were to take imperial city and you know how ap works as a currency right that you actually get money like yeah, AP Telvar. is the currency, right? If you got Telvar for, and that was your AP ranking system, and like however much Telvar that you've made unlocks like a PVE skill that you needed in PVE, moves some things from an Alliance skill line to an Imperial City skill line, and say you now need it to just go was to the I- Imperial line. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I know. see. Oh, God, here we go. But I just want an Imperial. Like, where's where's having... Casual Ranger? Is he here? Where are you, yeah. mate? <laughs> <laughs> like, really being able to, like, have to go to Imperial City to get Barrier. Yeah. And you ranked up and you got this Telvar and how much Telvar that you've actually acquired. Interesting. Like, you could lose it like actually goes towards building this it would give PVEers a reason to go there because right now there's seriously no reason to go fight the monsters and then the pvpers that go down to ic that'll fight the monsters they just avoid them or run away from them like because like it becomes so massive depending if you're in cp or non-cp to kill those monsters at a pvp standpoint like you're not doing shit worth of damage to an actual yeah, pve yeah, monster. we don't have like the AOE stuff. And that's why I like these. Wrecked. Like, that's why no... these events where, like, when I do these events in Imperial City, I'm like, oh, you're like you're a DPS for um, you're a DPS for whatever it is, and they're like, yeah, I'm like, oh, come with me and drop the AOEs on these guys so I can try to get it because I don't have I have single target damage and crowd yeah, control. Most, most PVEs are like, oh, well, why the fuck would I do that? Like, yeah, no I, do, we don't use AOE at all. And, well, and they don't like. There's no reward out of IC other than like what I like to affectionately call the hacky Joe, the prismatic, like the, tra- the old hacky Joe, old dang old hacky Joe, as I'll tell you, Hort. Uh, <laughs> dude, if you're going down there to get the, the tri-stat, like, rune, like, that's the only reason to go down there. Maybe some mats. Like, we don't have any reason as PVEers to go down there. Like, you're meaning to tell me I could go to IC, get a bunch of Telvar, deal with getting zerg down by people and killed as a pve versus me just going and spending 10k at a guild trader to buy some fucking happy i'm gonna years. have to i'm gonna have to bring us back to the, to the, to the <laughs> we are going way off now we are going this is a great conversation i'll get you back on whatever we're talking about right now in relevance to the expansion. i'll come back if i got burton here and there and i'll uh, we can go for days it's all good no, i love the conversation this is good but this is i think this uh 
is a good re like this is what we're talking about we're talking about you know the future of the game and this is what Graymore brings in the, in the whole year ahead maybe thing ideas and things for the future so it's relevant um especially just, when they're mixing up how pvp works it's a big uh, thing yeah during an update that's going to change skills it's going to change how you queue for pvp like yeah the dark heart of skyrim this year is going to shuffle things and all the items and differences like yeah, yeah well pvpers are going to get a uh an antiquity that's like a weapon for cyrodiil for pvp in general they're going mm -hmm. to be getting one of the antiquities is a pvp weapon from is what it specifically I, what, pvp mm -hmm, yes that's Rawr. one thing that they they said that they're going to be releasing another another thing oh, in I, no i don't think it's in cyrodiil it's an antiquity it has to do with the antiquities oh okay right right, right. that there's something that they're going to be doing antiquity based for pvp because otherwise otherwise there's going to be less incentive for pv peers to do it unless they make it antiquities really op in there which they won't ever because forums <laughs> uh, because forum <laughs> amazing i'm trying to bring up some pictures um okay so there, there's that <laughs> The antiquities stuff is cool as well because there's going to be mini games because there's th there's this thing so you get this device it's called a scrying device um, this is how you find out where these things are actually buried and then you've got this ex ex excavation device as well so you've got to play these little mini games I think the excavation device you have to play like a minesweeper type game and the scrying device you have to like match up different shapes and and stuff like that and they've actually got like a colorblind mode for this or something they've, they're going to bring in I think. Um, or they've already got in, which is pretty cool. Um, so this is, is some interesting stuff uh, for this, and like the things like the mounts and stuff. I think there's a mount you could see. I can't remember where it is. Uh, I've got a picture on a thing, but um, there's quite a cool mount that you can get. Like there's still loads, loads of different stuff, which looks really cool. Um, so I'm kind of interested in that. You guys hyped for all the different things in Graves? Is there anything like you wish that you could have that isn't maybe? in there right now that you do wish that you could have maybe no i mean i like i like what they got going i'm definitely going to try to get them out because i'm out sick but um no i like i'd like it man i mean i there's not really anything too much like most of the stuff is like what me and uh bird have already talked about like i want like improvements and i want things along those like you know there's some cool stuff with the story but every they, they tend to have filled everything i wanted for the most part a new race yeah, but if have you noticed though, where it's like, uh, uh, Morrowind comes out, then Somerset comes out, and then Elsewhere comes out, and they kind of it's like every other one. But they I don't want a new race. class. I want a new race. Ah, no elves. No snow elves, dude. Dude, I was really hoping that that would be something that was, because I mean we've had the same the same races for what ten races, including Imperial for since it dropped. There's other races out there that they could explore, especially with dropping Skyrim. Like snow elves would be would be awesome to have, and just a different class. I mean, obviously I people like are going elves. to I mean, I like, I like dark, dark elves because blood for the pact. Yeah, if you're not EP or AP, yeah. Uh, but 
the but seriously like for having another race would be something that I, w- I was really hoping for like something massive but as gnarly's right like they do warden for Morrowind, nothing for they did a skill line for and somerset they did sigic right they did necro for a new class elsewhere next year. And then I could see a new class the year after. Yeah, like, there'll be a class next year. Whatever that will be. Class, let's hope it's a race. Because if we're sitting there, we're now at seven years of the same races when there's a lot of races to... I mean, what like, races do they have in other games that they didn't have in the games now? Uh, there's Snow Elves. There's uh, Dramora. There's... <sighs> trying to think through all of it. Yeah, because I couldn't remember. I I know that like Oblivion and uh, Morrowind, the game actually had a bunch of races, but I'm not sure what was in. Uh, but like Skyrim. actually in the game, like playable. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing that that there is that there isn't now, basically. Okay, so that's where I, I think they might have like a little little thing at like a little uh, impasse. I guess. Too human. They'd have to make a new quest line, like a really like you'd have to think about where to be. Yeah, and then there's the lore like. people that are really, really, really upset with ESO, anyways, for breaking the lore and. But like playable characters, yeah. I would assume that wouldn't really jam that up because if they already exist in the existence of of the Things. world of Tamriel, then there wouldn't be any difference of playing them versus having them just be at well, yeah it's like what they said about the Falmer and everything that's um supposed to be coming up or like they like so the thing is the 500 companions didn't come over and push the snow elves back into the hole yet you know talos isn't even in this so that's where like when they said it, i was like oh i don't know if they should do this but they're saying they're really like i talked to bill who's like the the lore master of it all mm-hmm. and he he was like yeah we he, we had gotten a lot of flack for it, so we're trying to stick really hard to everything so it would just be like that like a new race of something jamora something to that effect that you could play that's already in the game and that has relevance to that yeah that. i would like something like that but Minotaur, we'll dude. yeah now we're talking i want Fuck, like monkey Minotaur. pirates dude from uh the other side of the didn't ocean we, uh didn't we cover that i think with casual ranger yeah, minotaurs <laughs> well there you go i mean maybe this is something they could do that that's a lot of work but you know i asked you the question and that's that's something you want is there anything nate that you would like to see in the future or would like to see in graymore or even just the, the future as well no i mean I'm, I'm liking the direction it's going it's just now it's like the thing is we can speculate all day but until we get the product in hand we're not really going to know so I'm, I'm excited i mean i think i i thing is, is those devs for eso care so unbelievably much about the community and the things and they are going through stuff and they i know that this whole combat change is a lot for them but they had like a whole new combat team so like i understand where they're coming from so i mean I, the they're biggest building thing it from is, the, is the gate from back the and, ground up yeah scorched earth baby scorched earth I'm, I'm, I like really. I think I'm like you in that. I'm like, I, I kind of understand that. I know a lot about dev now, having like works with like you know and talked to a lot of devs from like Guild Wars 2 and how much effort you have to go through to like build a game. Like if you're redoing combat, like it's like and how it works and you know the effects and damage and like impacts on server and balance changing and you've got a new team that want to do it differently where it's going to help in the end it's going to be just better you have to you're gonna you're gonna piss people off it's gonna happen yeah you're gonna, so that's gonna like happen. the thing is it's like i try to come from an understanding standpoint the only thing is is like i've worked with 
so many game companies in the past because I have a decent amount of connections that I have it. So like I kind of understand where a lot of people are coming from because like like with Bungie and their summit that I was invited to for when they were originally changing the game before going to Activision and like all these other things that they were doing. It's like, you know, these devs really care, but it's just one of those things where it's the consumer doesn't understand unless you're in like in even us we're still technically consumers we're in the back end we're oh, yeah. content creators but we still don't have like the full in-depth and that's one good thing about going to e3 is after actually getting to talk to all these people that made like soul soul reaver dude like i met one of the people who worked on that and all these other crazy things and like learning how much it goes in and how much they actually care for the game it seems to be like publisher issues or like they understand they have to piss people off for like a year and hope that they can win back people and stuff like that so. yeah and that's kind of like being in in the stream team partner um side of things for eso like finding out why they're doing things and knowing you know what the whole main cause is behind it is a lot more refreshing because i would say leading up to like TwitchCon before we, you know, put all that in place with NDAs and everything um, for stream team partners, like leading up and going into meetings was like, Hey, uh, why, like, why, 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 why? There was a bunch of not understanding. And I think like the transparency they're giving with Graymore and uh, you know, their dungeon packs and everything. And they're saying like, Hey, this is why this is happening. Not just to us, but I mean, to putting out pre-patch note releases for update 25 where they're like, hey, this is what's going to change. So when the PTS comes, don't freak out like this is what to expect. And those change. Yeah. And I think it's like I think it's um, really good with the future of where Graymore is going to lead us to hopefully like i said next year when they do the next announcement we're at two hundred thousand people you know we're eclipsing where elsewhere was because i really think for a long time they haven't known what they wanted to do and then really nailing it down with a solid group of people that they're comfortable with moving through this expansion after making changes in the middle of last year to where they are now, I think that you're going to have a really unified front of with this whole release of, hey, this is what's happening. This is why we're doing it. This is what Graymore is. This is what's behind it, that kind of stuff. So in the future, I'd like to just see them keep the consistently consistency with with this team and, and their vision rather than mixing it up mid, mid-year. Mayhem, if you will. Uh okay right so we've been going on for a while um i'm going to kind of start to kind to come to a close but i'm going to quickly talk about what do you get when you get expansions you get new things like horses and boxes of stuff and wardrobe and shiz like that and mounts and pets and things like that so um i don't know if you guys have seen this i kind of whenever there's new pre-ordered that bad bitch already he's pre-ordered it have you which version did you get uh the collectors the, the digital statue. collectors okay no fuck it. i dude i last thing i oh, need no. is more wares more wares <laughs> yeah okay so you got For, digital wares if you have gold <laughs> so you got digital collectors edition it's uh okay so this is the deaf hound pets the sword fane outfit style uh the which spoopy mount okay. 
Is this Spoopy Mount? Oh, I've got I've got the uh, oh, the Warhorse. That's a mount. I thought that was another dog that was a pet. Oh, that oh, isn't. No, oh, that isn't. Is. Well, why have they got that there like that? It does look like a pet, doesn't it? I actually thought that was a pet as well. That is a mount. Why have they got the pre-purchase mount should drop down to where the okay? So in the images I'm showing, the the pre-purchase mount, which is like just on the basic edition, is in the same place, like really big, and then you've got this epic new Probably mount for the collector immediately. That's why they put it. This oh, way immediately. Right, yeah, the yeah. The other yeah. one's like that makes sense. That's probably that why. looks awesome, though. So there's this. It's called the Crypt Warden Death Hound Mount, and it is with the collector's edition digital content stuff, and it's just this hound that is just looks spoopy. Yeah, yeah I'm excited for it because for one, I like I like spoopy stuff, and I like Viking stuff, and I like that like yeah. that warrior look, and they're nailing it right now. So even the horse though, it looks like that typical Skyrim helmet kind of look on the horse. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I really like, like typical it. I'm riding around on it right now. <laughs> I have not pre-purchased it yet, so I need to do that to get that. Mount. Like normally, it's like the best way to put this is that normally, as stream team members, we're afforded the opportunity to receive that section of the game sans monetary exchange <laughs> wow that was <laughs> well put. To be professional about it yeah but like i still always pre-purchase it because i just want to support the game that you know yeah yeah, yeah. that's fair play dude that's fair play um, like they're like here's all the stuff <laughs> cool thanks i have it <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's good though that's good that's the that's the benefit being the crew. um there's the skyrim emote pack which has got the classical kind of you know whenever you go to any bar in skyrim there's there's the person playing the loot or whatever that classic what is it the sweet roll is there a sweet roll yeah the girl oh yeah the is she yeah, she's she's it. oh no way is it resplendent though that's what i need i need ah, that and there's the arrow in the knee emote as well <laughs> It looks like it's an arrow in the upper thigh, though. I used to be a streamer like you until I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> but you can sit down, it's fine. I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's not going <laughs> to impede your streaming. Yeah. I'm on a donut right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, not bad little rewards there, Death Hound Pet as well. But like for the base, you get. Are you going to get a night torsos, fall? reader? That's what. <laughs> We're just torsos. Uh, Y'all, finery and crown kind of wardrobe thing, which is called a call. And then the you've got the big ass, the big ass collector's edition upgrade, which you you get four coins. Which yeah, you get the Somerset elsewhere, the Graymore, and the Morrowind coin, which a lot of people are sorting after. Yeah, that is cool. and you get like the is that an op, a Greymore steel book? You get the Vampire Lord statue, which looks really cool. Kind of looks like Molag ball with wings. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, and you get like this cool little man stuff. It looks quite good. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, they didn't do that with elsewhere. Uh, I think a no, lot of people were no sad. physical. People were mad, mad online. They were sad, man. And that, they were that... mad online. <laughs> Um, red hot nude and mad online <laughs> thank god we didn't see that I didn't anyway maybe did. Yourself. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah so there's some good items there I mean always digital stuff 
is always hit or miss. It just depends on your personal preference if you like that kind of stuff. I think personally, like because of Gray, Gray Moore and the, the aesthetic for the, what they're going for, like Nate and Bert said before, you know, the darker, grittier stuff, that I kind of personally will probably enjoy this um, more than the Elsewhere stuff we got. The Elsewhere stuff wasn't as fantastic. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, cool. I mean, what else can we say about that? You know, it's it's stuff, it's not content it's gonna last a long time it's just looks and and cool shit you're gonna get um i think one of the cool things you get is you get the preview crate which we always can get, you get one month of eso plus too oh which one the, the physicals oh nice okay that's cool yeah, that. it should be listed there in the physical includes one oh, month yeah, it does. i'm plus. blind absolutely blind it does say that includes one month nice one so there you go 15 bucks sweet ass 1650 crowns baby that's true. You can get the crowns. Yeah, yeah, I'm blind. I know. I know. Stream's telling me I'm blind. But other than that, that is pretty much the the biscuit in the tin. Um, other what than, you know, fuck? other stuff. <laughs> it's, you know, it's a potato. It's in an the English tomato. saying. It's not ex- the exact, just, you know, it's what you get. It's you know, the biscuit you see what in you the get. tin. <laughs> don't even get me started about it's what lame, English people it's call biscuits. Oh yeah, you guys don't know what biscuits it. are. I keep forgetting. They're like about soft that. cookies. Yes, I know exactly what they're they not are. Not soft. No, they're crunchy as well. A biscuit is a thing that you. Oh put god, soft this is not the podcast. Of this discussion. <laughs> no, no. Damn biscuit. That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds crunchy as well. Um, okay. They're right. golden brown and they're delicious. Golden okay. brown. They're flaky, all right? They're made, they're made with buttermilk. Oh, good lord. <laughs> southern. I mean, they're everywhere in England. They're not just southern. Um, <laughs> Those are called cookies. <laughs> See, we have cookies. They're just chocolate chip and stuff. They're actually like cookies. Like, I never knew that before I came to America. And then someone was like, Have you ever seen you a, a scone? What we call a scone here? No, I don't want to. <laughs> Your head will explode. Please don't ever look at it. You'll just move out of the country too sweet. Don't know. Depends You're like, this next is a year. scone. I'm on the first plane back to London. And... Come, come the elections next year, there's a possibility of that. <laughs> just depends what happens oh god i don't i can't move back to the uk can i the brexit's there so you know you don't like doesn't you matter. don't like biscuits you can just go and get it go and get go and get out of here okay other than that i think that's going to be the end of the show there is a new 12 person trial coming out of Greymore as well which i didn't mention um that's going to have three bosses uh three har modes um it is going to be linear so you can't do what you can do i think you can do in sunspire where you can you can go to different bosses in different order um <laughs> so i try to get back again before i go out um but i didn't mention the trial so that would be cool um so i don't think there's anything else i'm so excited for that trial I, w- I was hitting keynotes so that way we didn't miss a lot of them i'm yeah i'm so excited for that trial so excited he likes the difficulty of the stuff so that's more content for the uh well hopefully you know it'll be quite accessible obviously be a normal version and whatnot as well so everyone will be able to get in there um but yeah other than that that's kind of what we know at the moment there'll be a little bit of some pieces we kind of miss but normally we just kind of hang out we're talking about the things we're talking about what's going on for we know about the first dlc and the um chapter graymore which is going to come out uh kind of may june 
obviously depending on what platform you're on and then we're going to have obviously it's going to be dungeon dlc which will be like fall and then uh winter christmas whenever well it's going to be fall as well but um final quarter is going to be story so that'll be a new map or... q3 august is when we'll have the second dungeon pack that's right indeed but other than that i think we're gonna we're gonna head off because we're kind of done and this mm-hmm. podcast has gone on for a while <laughs> so, <laughs> which is not it. that bad like, i don't mind um it's the pleats in the pants <laughs> <laughs> Are you, are you, are you, are you taking the piss now because you're talking because the biscuit's in? Are you, is it because of the biscuit's in? Thing? Yes, it is the biscuit's in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the final time then Bert and, and then Nate will be on the show together. <laughs> it's like, the pleats in the pants. If you... <laughs> If you liked what you heard today and you want to see them begin together, then please comment because otherwise it's not happening again. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Hey, it's so a tin and the biscuit or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's whoever in the had, biscuit. Whoever had the over on the f bombs won. By the way, oh, we didn't have a counter this time round. Okay. I I did in my head. It was seven times, I believe. Oh really? Okay, it was more uh, than seven. Are you sure about that? I was gonna say yeah, it feels like it was more. Than seven. I counted seven, but I also say it in passing. Like, it's like, you like did, it's yeah. Like if you say it, it is like you saying punctuation. <laughs> Reader, it was thirteen. I'll take that. That's <laughs> it was almost over. Under double. was four and a half. Oh, okay. Always take the over. Right. Other than that, we're gonna go. But I'm gonna first uh, let these guys tell you about themselves and what they do and where you can find them and roughly what time zones maybe. Um, but where can we find you? What's your channel name? Are you on Twitter or are you on all the things? OnlyFans? Uh, I don't know where else you are. <laughs> Check, out my, chatterbait. Later, Check <laughs> out my chatterbait page at <laughs> chatterbait. Slash. I love how I take it to a place and then Bert just like, yeah, takes it further. Dude, we're going to the moon! Where can we find you? <laughs> Tell me. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you can, can find, find... Oh, go ahead go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> right, cool. you can find me on uh twitch.tv forward slash gnarly underscore nate and you can find me at twitter and instagram at gnarly underscore nate ttv and uh, i don't have an only fans yet but i'm thinking about like, how one of me <laughs> slapping meat before throwing it onto a grill so uh, you yeah. may find me there too can i be the grill <laughs> no <laughs> i mean you only can i don't care but don't stop <laughs> can jebro be the meat and i'll be the grill? right where where but where are you oh, this is, i can't put this is clean anymore uh, cut it. all right uh, you can find me uh, on Twitch oh, at twitch.tv <laughs> slash Perkins. Also, chatterbait.com no. slash grill. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's English. Um, no, but seriously, twitch.tv slash Perkins. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at um, at at Bert Ferguson, I usually point up there to my little thing. But uh, at Bert Ferguson, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm not really active on Instagram. Um, also, if uh, when you watch this, um, if you watch from the beginning and probably at the end here, we'll cut to like my little picture that shows up. Uh, that was done by Conjured Kitten. So if you do like ESO and you do like your how your character looks, she will draw it for you for her portfolio. She's awesome. She does all my emotes. I figure I'd give her a shout out as well. And she's uh 
uh, at Conjured Kitten on Twitter. So if you liked that picture that you'll probably see here in a second, check that out too. Cool. Um, and this has been the new companions talking about Greymore, talking about the first half of 2020. Uh, we've got loads of exciting stuff coming up. I'm going to sell myself very quickly. I'm uh, Jebro. I do loads of MMOs, variety stuff as well. You can catch the stream, twitch.tv slash JebroUnity. Um, you can also do that on Twitter, twitter.com slash JebroUnity and YouTube and all the things, including Facebook. Um, and this show normally comes out once every two weeks. This is the first one of January, so obviously it's a little bit delayed, but... Uh, things can we shout out my on. sleepy dog in the background here? Well, they're going to have to come watch the VOD to understand they, what... Exactly. If you want to see a cute <laughs> dog sleeping in such a manner. Then... And check out the podcast, anchor.fm slash Uni as well. There's a good 20 plus episodes on there where we've talked some tons of creators. Um, and we've talked to some creators today. Some may but not be coming back in future. <laughs> Um, but they might be you never know um, but otherwise we've been the new companions for this week uh, we'll be back in about two weeks time um, not sure what we're going to be talking about yet but there's going to be loads of news maybe about Greymore stuff like that PvP maybe uh, we'll be talking about you know what you could do in the IC better I don't know um, it could be anything but everyone can wave now if you want to you can wave if you want to they go out with some uh, dragonborn music maybe um <laughs> dragonborn music dragonborn song whatever it is uh as i go back over to here so you can actually hear it that would be useful continue to wave there can go. i do this <laughs> thanks guys for watching take it easy enjoy the rest of uh, the time that you're doing the things and we'll see you next time on the new companions thanks so much for watching take care and goodbye for now Okay, everyone. Um, let's turn that down. Uh, I'm going to be back probably maybe tomorrow for Warcraft 3 because Warcraft 3 is coming out. Maybe. I have a paper to write, um, which I've got to start doing tonight. Um, 